random people at the airport. Don't you think that's weird? Definitely weird. Hear me out, Tony. That doctor, the psychiatrist, he's behind all of this. Captain. Your Highness. Anyway, Ross gave me 36 hours to bring you in. That was 24 hours ago. Can you help your brother out? You're after the wrong guy. Your judgment is askew. Your old war buddy killed innocent people yesterday. And there are five more super soldiers just like him. I can't let the doctor find him first, Tony. I can't. Steve, you know what's about to happen. Do you really want to punch your way out of this one? All right. I've run out of patience. Under ruse! Nice job, kid. Thanks. Well, I could have stuck the landing a little better. It's just a new suit. Wait, it's nothing. Mr. Stark, it's, it's perfect. Thank you. Yeah, we don't really it's... need to start a conversation. Okay. Cap, Captain? Big fan of Spider-Man? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Just... Hey, everyone. Good job. You got hard, kid. Where are you from? Please. Oh, you gotta, you're gonna have to take this into the shop. Who's speaking? It's your conscience. We don't talk a lot. There's a lot going on here that you don't understand. Stark said you say that. Ah. I really don't want to hurt you. I wouldn't stress about it. You wouldn't have done that earlier. Are you Tony Stank? Yes, this is, this is Tony Stank. You're in the right place. Thank you for that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Beers in an MCU podcast name still pending. I am your host, Bernie, or Burn Appetit, and I am joined by my usual co-host, Pepper Potts and Peppa Pig. Please welcome <laughs> Wayne and Skay. I'm I'm Peppa Pig. I'm definitely Pepper Potts. There's no doubt. <laughs> Today is a very exciting episode. We have not one but two guests on the show. And we are smashing that glass ceiling in the three beers and a mic extended universe. Please welcome to the show, fan favorite Rami. And new to the show, Kellen. Say hello. Hello. Uh, what up, everybody? I am not a fan favorite. Not at all. <laughs> sure you are. We get lots no. of emails about how much people love you, Rami. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> favorite person to complain about yeah yeah <laughs> i'm probably the most hated on every episode we do that's not true yeah welcome kellen dude um Hi. i'm really excited man to uh have you guys on the podcast i know chris is lurking in the background and uh we're fucking creep we're excited to have you both <laughs> by the way um, he just called you dude <laughs> oh, that's fine I'm yeah okay because because she's my friend i've known her for a long time I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. We're all dudes. <laughs> so, <clears throat> no, I'm really glad to have her on. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, thank you for coming. Excited, excited to represent stuff. females on the MCU pod, part of the podcast. <clears throat> Finally, that's what we're all about on the show: getting yeah different viewpoints from mostly other white men and occasionally <laughs> someone else. The <laughs> <laughs> occasional white woman. <laughs> So uh, let's get started. Let's go around the horn and say what we're drinking. 
Skay said I would be happy with what he has. So let's start with you, Skay. You want to start off with a bang, huh? I got a 12-pack of Natural Light Seltzers tonight. Oh, my God. Jeez. So far, so good. uh, I started with the Catalina Lime Mixer. That's my favorite. Okay. It's okay. I got the peach mango and the strawberry kiwi ones as well. All Um, right. Very exciting. That was the first I'd seen them, so just caught my eye and grabbed a sick or a 12 pack it was like 13 dollars, pretty cheap well I usually it. i would throw to a guest after this but i think we should stick on this natty light train oh. because oh. i got a natty light natter days pineapple oh, the worst. That brand new good. hot off the presses this is the worst I'm real excited to try that one because i love the other one so we also have a land shark and my trademark Ultra. <laughs> Kellen, let's shoot to you. What are you drinking this evening? Uh, so I brought three beers um, to the podcast, but I will drink Thank my non-alcoholic you. beer because uh, I'm only like three weeks past surgery, so I'm not allowed to drink right now. Yeah. Um, Doesn't matter what you drink as long as you have three of them. <laughs> so I brought uh, my Valentine's Day beer, which is uh, like Goses are Red from a... Mm. Uh, California brewery and it's made with Shiraz grapes. Kind of tastes like a beer and a wine had a baby. Mm-hmm. I brought my favorite beer that's always in my house, no matter how much I have to stock up on it, which is St. Arnold's Raspberry AF. Um, that one's pretty good. And then um, I I had to buy a non-alcoholic beer so that I could be on the podcast and drink beer. So I uh, went to Total Wine and found a Raspberry Goose or ghost, however you want to say it, uh, that contains less than 0.5% alcohol by the Bravis Brewing Company. Nice. And they, they have an entire uh, brewery of non-alcoholic beers. Like, they have an oatmeal stout that has no alcohol in it. So if you're ever looking to, you know, consume 400 calories for no reason, you might check it out. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing a little so, podcast called Burn Appetit, where we do the same thing. Uh... <laughs> So I'm hoping that this raspberry goose kind of tastes like raspberry AF, but without alcohol. Let's let's see. Ooh, live review. It does kind of. It's not as tart. Oh, it tastes like um, cranberry juice, kind of. I guess Ooh. raspberry juice, if you will. Maybe it'll be good for my kidneys. Awesome. <laughs> there you go, Ronnie. Uh, I'm starting off the podcast with a shot of tequila. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing the last three weeks. Uh, I also have a uh, my last uh, Prairie Artesian Ale Christmas bomb. It's basically a stout with a bunch of different Christmassy spices. So it tastes like a coffee slash candy cane mix. Super good. And then I have a Weekend Warrior over there. But it's super warm. <laughs> over and I'm, there. Probably, I'm probably not going to drink it. Nice. Isn't Perfect there a refrigerator in that room with you? No, this is my side room. Mm. <laughs> the refrigerator's in the this, main figure this is room. The uh, guest quarters. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the I do have a fridge in there, but um, I I brought the Weekend Warrior on a podcast last week, and I didn't drink it, and I just left it on the desk. So, all right, cheers. Here's my shot of tequila. Wow, <sighs> thrilling for those at home listening. There we go. Let's go, <laughs> Dwayne. What are you drinking? I uh, had a Dos Equis. 
can I can I just say something real quick, just just, just so that everyone understands? Kellen Kellen gets to uh, try her beer live on the air, and it's mesmerizing. I take my tequila shot, and I'm a loser. So <laughs> next, next up, go ahead, Dwayne. Please continue. I did the Adam Dosakis. Perfect. I had a Oso Bueno and a uh, Jim Beam Black in Coke. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yeah. Lots of liquor. <laughs> if I may say something here, Rami, you had just said you were, you've been drinking tequila for like the last three weeks. Kellen yeah. was trying this new drink for the first time ever. <laughs> you know that what is... the fuck tequila tastes like. I mean, that's a great point. That's a man. very, that's a very good point. You win. All right. Well, on tonight's episode, we're discussing a movie from 2016 that nearly started a civil war amongst Nerdum. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot that Bernie's been teasing that. You guys started, and now it's done. And of course, I'm talking about Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> now, we are here to discuss Captain America 3 Civil War. Everyone's favorite segment of the day. Captain America's penis talk before we get into IMDb. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, no. yeah I mean, as honorary guest. It's important. Oh, no. Answer the question. Oh, my God. As did my Captain camera America's, goes out. Did Captain America's penis grow with the serum? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go, yes. I'm going to have to say everything is proportionally bigger. I I though, although, in. I'm not sure what movie it is where he, they're at Hawkeye's house and he like rips the wood apart. It's Age of it Ultron. Makes, Age it, of Ultron, it, yeah. It makes me wonder what his penis would do to a woman if that's what his <laughs> arms can do to wood. Just saying. Something to think about. Wow. A little nugget for you. Bernie will definitely be going to sleep tonight thinking about that, too. I've, there is no I've doubt. been on record on the show saying I've seen it, so I know what it would do to a woman. Dwayne, there was an episode of Smallville where they talked about that topic, right? Or where Superman was worried. I think that... that's the fanfic film that you made of Smallville. No, 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 no. There was an episode of Smallville, I think, where Clark was worried that his superpowers would transfer over to relationship stuff and that he would end up hurting the person. I'm pretty sure that was Smallville. I don't recall that. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I in the excellent Hulk movie that we watched earlier this season, uh, he doesn't do it because he might Hulk out. Okay. Like, oh, oh, watch out. My pedometer says no. Yeah, he might. He <laughs> might do that. He's 200 beats per minute. Maybe yeah, he's allowed to do maybe, heavy petting. Maybe that's why he didn't want to go any further because he was afraid. You know, once they got to the point, then he would Hulk out, and it would just be a mess. Yeah, mean, <laughs> it would be like you mean post Hulk smash? baby making. Well, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't Hulk know that destroy. I really want to go into any further detail <laughs> here, but yeah, like yeah, he would just Hulk out, and it would just be terrible. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's very angry <laughs> very angry lover uh 
I guess we can do the IMDb, and then we'll get into the other question we have to ask you about your experience with MCU movies. But Dwayne, why don't you give us the IMDb synopsis before we get into that? Political involvement in the Avengers <clears throat> affairs causes a rift between Captain America and Iron Man. That's it. That is That's quite it. That recap. <laughs> Jeez. It's almost as if the title all... were Civil War. Yeah. Exactly. That, this <laughs> movie it. should be like four movies, and that describes just one little section of this movie. Um. Okay. Kellen, that, what is your experience that, that's with MCU That's probably the movies? worst IMDb so far, probably. Oh, yeah. By far the worst. I agree. Have you seen them all? Do you, I've have seen you... them all. I've been keeping up with the podcast, so I've been watching them since January also. I'm not 100% sure that I saw the first couple ones in the theater because that would have been before I had my husband and I wouldn't have had any reason to go see the ones before him, mm-hmm. like prior 2009. <laughs> But I husband. guarantee that 2009 <laughs> on, I saw them in the theaters. Pick them up at the shelter. Yeah. I actually got them on Craigslist. True story. Not joking. Awesome. True story. Got them on Craigslist. Well, we need to do him a service real quick because um, he had a question about Scott's nickname, Skay, that was answered on a show that we lost. We lost a couple episodes. Um, Rest in peace. So, Skay, do you want to give the brief synopsis of how you? It's got very it? exciting, by the way. It's very it's, dumb and not exciting. It's but go ahead, the, Skay. It's the greatest story that's ever been told. <laughs> um, now, one of our buddies in high school was drunk, and he kind of came up with this language while he was slurring that everything you say just kind of ends in a. So, my name Scott Hullable. is Skay. Bernie would be Bene. And- <laughs> So on and so forth. So the name Skade, that's it. It just kind of stuck. Bernie, what would Kellen be? Kayle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Canadian version of your name. Because it ends in A. Ray May, Dway. It's really dumb. Down by the bay. Oh, man. It's really dumb. But it's good is... if you need to say stuff in like code to each other. You know, if there's if there's a tense situation going on and you can't, you know, speak. It's like pig aloud. Latin, but Kinda, not pig yeah. Latin. Yeah, um, there was a couple of us that were very proficient in it. So I mean, I would probably, Lord, I would probably understand everything you said. Mm-hmm. Bonnie. That's what he just said. <laughs> yeah. So pretty cool, huh? <laughs> yeah. So that's I that. hope that I hope that answers that burning question in Chris's heart right <laughs> yeah. there. Maybe he can sleep tonight now. <laughs> that's the origin story of Skay. All right. Captain America Civil War. Like I said before, it came out in 2016. 13th in release order. So, but this is like 15th in our order? Yes, we are on 15. Do you think that people associate this movie as Captain America 3? Uh, no. No. For the purposes not. for the purposes of the list at the end of the episode, yes, we would <laughs> be referring to it as Captain America 3. But I just uh, I don't I don't I don't think that even comic fans such as us remember 
that this was the third installment of the Captain America series. Yeah, but it is. Only the first Captain America is called Captain America. It's Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> Captain America Civil War. The film <laughs> or that, that, that. That's that's the title. It could have easily been Avengers Civil War. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. That yeah. it's 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 Captain America Civil War, but it's more of an ensemble piece, right? It could have been Avengers Civil War. That's that's very good. It could have been it could Iron have been Man Four Civil War. Sure. You, you just swatch out, yeah. Swap out Captain America, put Iron Man Civil War. But Winter Same Soldier thing. could have been Avengers Mm-mm. or Shield. Well, not as much. Not as much. Or Shield. You had, you had Black Widow. You had Falcon, and uh, that was it. Yeah, Bucky. I mean, yeah. So you didn't have an ensemble piece like you did with this one. There's like twelve superheroes running amok. So. This is the um, this is a movie that I saw in the movie theater. I've talked about it before in the show where I went to the marathon where I watched um, Captain America 1 and 2, Avengers 1 and 2, and then they played Civil War after it. So it was an all-day affair. I got a little uh, medal like I ran a marathon, like a, <laughs> like a fake medal. <laughs> Pretty cool. One of the top accomplishments in your life. Yeah, one of them. Top three mixed in, mixed in there amongst three kids is that medal. You know, it, it's you know, one, two, or so. You know, who's counting? I've, I've spent way more time watching the movie in the movie theater. I can tell you that <laughs> than watching your kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this movie is two and a half hours, so let's start chucking through it here. Movie opens in. 1991, we see a Hydra base in the snowy mountains. Inside a vault is a red book with a star on it containing the words to control the Winter Soldier. Longing. Rusted. 17. Daybreak. Furnace. 9. The 9. Homecoming. 1. Fright car. I'm gonna go kill somebody. (laughs) Pretty good intro, right? It's an awesome intro. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, they give him a mission with no witnesses. They want no witnesses. He smacks a car off the dirt road in the middle of nowhere, and it crashes into a tree. I really hope there isn't a random security camera attached to one of these trees in this forest <laughs> in the middle of nowhere that could possibly catch this footage. Uh that would be really unfortunate for the Winter Soldier if that happened. Uh, in the trunk, blue medical pouches. By the way, it's 1991, so, you know, those things are everywhere. Security cameras? <laughs> yeah. On that particular dirt road, it was highly guarded. It, they had a lot of high security interest stuff back there. A lot of wealthy people lived back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, I, like a Wi-Fi cradle point to send it back to somewhere and they don't have to just go to that tree and get a copy. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Fine. Makes, yeah. makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, Skay, since you are new to the MCU, yes. do you have any inkling as to who was in that car? Because we kind of see little hints of it throughout the movie before we really find out. Not really. It's just Bucky Not smashing really a point. car. Yeah. 
like he's smashing a car into the into a tree. I think, I Which think, was probably all of our initial. Yeah, I, 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 exactly. I think when we were watching that movie, at least myself, when the car smashed, I just immediately went to, well, what is the cargo he's trying to take from the trunk? I didn't think about, well, who's driving the car? I, and I, I think that they did that pretty well, where most people just forgot about it and said, man, a car crashed. He stole some blue liquid. Let's get on with the movie. I knew who it was um, in a couple scenes later. I'll tell you whenever I knew who, who it was. Okay. Um, Initially, like when you first watched the movie? Yeah. When the, when they had... We'll the talk about it now, scene. and then we'll re-talk to it. But when Tony's doing his de-aged uh, yeah. augmented reality scene... The barf scene. Yeah, the barf scene, and he's like saying he's like having that thing where he's saying goodbye to his dad and all that stuff. I was like, oh, well, that's his parents in the car. That's how they died. Yeah, yeah but I, it, I didn't even. It was daylight. Why would they be showing scene. us this? It was daylight in that scene. What were they doing on that back, dirty, dusty it's... road in the middle of the night? There's no. I don't know. He didn't, didn't say they were killed case. immediately from there. It was just that was the last time he saw them. Well, I guess. Yeah, they could have made a pit stop somewhere. But there'd be no other reason to show that scene if that wasn't what they were alluding to. Right? Howard needed to have a few highballs before they kept driving down the road. And <laughs> just slid off the edge and crashed there. And is this the third Howard that we've had in? <laughs> uh, oh, we've seen this Howard before, but Fourth? he yeah. is number three, I believe. Yeah. This is the one that sticks around for more than two movies. Um. See, next we cut to Lagos in present day. Scarlet Witch is wearing the cap of invisibility. She's doing uh, some recon while Cap Cap talks in her ear. They're trying to find crossbones, which we later find out. Black Widow is behind her. She's wearing cloaking sunglasses. (laughs) Um, Falcon joins the party. He's scouting from the roof. So they kind of have this uh, police station all uh, reconned. Sam sends his little drone out to check a garbage truck that's driving um, pretty erratically, running into cars and almost running over people. The drone is a pretty amazing drone. It can see through the vehicle. It can read its weight. And it has heat sensors that can tell, like, kind of who's driving. And it could see the pistol that that the guy had on his his side. So, uh, yeah, that's a... Pretty good drone. <laughs> yeah. Do those drones exist that can do all that stuff? That guy has one. Falcon's got one. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that guy has one. Huh, perfect. No one else has. I opinion mean, on that maybe, one, maybe right? now, maybe now, but probably it's not, not 1991 anymore. I mean, it's oh, supposed sorry. to be some future time. Uh, yeah. Uh, 2016. Yeah, so, I think, did you right? notice that? Um, in Falcon's headset, the word application is spelled wrong. Is it oh, wow. No, I didn't notice that. It's like uh, up in the corner, it says like whatever he's doing application, then it only has one P. <laughs> my my grammar Nazi of a husband might have noticed that. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's can, really funny. I can totally see Chris pointing that out. <laughs> we stopped this movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of pointing things out, Black Widow points out that because the truck is somehow at max weight, that means they're going to use it as a battering ram. 
I don't know why that would be their first, like, instantly jump to that, but it was a good call because that's exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Well, it um, wasn't going to the dump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Just but that. I mean, a truck at max weight, my first thought wouldn't be like, oh my God, it's a battering ram. <laughs> yeah, because you're not an Avenger. Okay. <laughs> but there, it's there, all, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was driving away from the city to go to the dump and it's at max weight, all right. It's just going to the dump. But well, if cars can drive around, around the city at max weight. I know, but he's suspicious. driving down like this main road no, at high speeds at I mean, max weight. I mean, think about it. They're there on a mission to find things that are abnormal. They're they're surveying to see who's not where they're supposed to be. What car is that? Why is that person standing there? And then they see a truck at mass at mass uh, at over the weight or mass weight or whatever it is. And so to them, that's suspicious. I didn't I didn't think anything of it. That's what they're there for is to find stuff like this. To find weights of trucks. Perfect. Yeah. So they ram it into one tiny little guard tower. Dude, that <laughs> was a the... cool scene, man. Mm. That that car, I mean, I'm assuming that was real because the way that it crashed and then kind of flipped over, that that didn't look computer generated to me. I'm not sure. It was that big. Known. There was a like a monster like barrier on that entryway. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was like a big yeah. traffic barrier. They had to plow through it. And then it also happened to do like a front flip through this oh, arch was, over the over the gate. There. That was awesome. <laughs> that was my question, right? It hit that barrier, w- flipped over. Which so it's means, kind of, it's, it's kind which of like the barrier's know. still there, right? It, it didn't break the barrier. It just flipped over it. And then people like, just drive through the front gate. I think it caused enough damage where we can assume the barrier is now gone. <laughs> That's why they had to have the truck at max weight because yeah, it would have just done a front flip if it wasn't at max weight. But at max <laughs> weight, it was able to take out the barrier and do the front flip. So. Oh. Very good. Wow. Very good. And that's why Falcon was able to pick it out so easy because he knew that a truck that wasn't at max weight would not be able to do that. So Perfect. Yes. <laughs> well, that, there's, a, that... there's also a Corolla in that scene that disappears for the record. <laughs> it's there and then it's not there. A, to- a Toyota Corolla? It looks like a little, it looks like Chris's car and it's there when they're approaching and then it disappears when he flips. I don't know. Maybe they just sped out real fast. Yeah, they were scared. <laughs> they saw that truck at max weight coming down the road. <laughs> yeah. Whoever, yeah. It wasn't a parking Vin Diesel car, just, just put it in reverse and in. backed yeah. it up. Oh no. It's amazing. Vin Diesel. Well, um, they're attacking what is the equivalent of like the center for infectious infectious disease. Mm-hmm. Um, some gun battles ensue. Cap gets dropped in by Falcon, and he fucking kicks a truck right into a guy. Um, sends that guy flying. And then my notes say that he gets real silly with the shield throwing <laughs> and the drop kicks. I just thought whip- it was. Awesome. He's just whipping that shield around all over the place. That's um, great. Sam flies in. He does hold on, hold on. Kellen's shaking her head. <laughs> I can't. I I I don't understand why sometimes Captain's shield bounces and sometimes it sticks and sometimes it ricochets <laughs> conveniently into the right people. Like 
Is it like the guy with the arrow that like whistles? Ugh. Is Cap like whistling and it's going wherever he says it's gonna go? Or it's just magnets. like wherever it's gonna conveniently glow because of the plot? It's, 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 it's how he spins the shield. He puts like extra spin <laughs> on it when he needs it to bounce between like three English or four guys. when you're playing billiards. Okay. Yeah, so right, he, knows, exactly. he, knows, he knows how hard to throw it to get it to bounce, but not stick into the wall, too. It's <laughs> no, a very no. delicate amount of pressure. When, when he needs it to stick, he throws it without any spin on it, like a knuckleball, you know, and it's like a knife <laughs> flying through the air. Bang! And it sticks. If it has spin, then it just kind of bounces off the wall, you know. The guy There's who, a very accurate statement that happens later, but the guy who uh, the guy who whistles. You mean Yandu? Yeah, yeah. Yandu. Oh, from oh Guardians. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I mean, I know the podcast didn't happen, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it did. It, it did past, happen. Like, talk about it. I don't just think it got happened. it. Got erased. It was like a Men in Black. You know, they hold the <laughs> thing up and flashy with it. Everybody just forgot it. The know? retinal mm-hmm. scanner. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I think the coolest part of this scene is when Wanda picks Cap up as he like jumps off the truck. She picks him up and launches him up into the third floor to go after the baddies. I thought that was fucking cool. And uh, apparently they had practiced that. Yeah, she because Cap. You know this calls isn't real, out. right? No, no. Cap calls her out. He goes, "Hey, just like we we worked on." So they uh, clearly have. What you meant in real life? Had, <laughs> no, no. no. They clearly have had some sort of training where Wanda is supposed to launch him into a seven-story building. So that, like the end of Age of Ultron, shows Cap and Black Widow like talking at Avengers, and then there's Vision and Falcon are there, like the new guys on the squad. Yeah, they train them up. Wanda's yeah. there, so it's like that team is here at this event right now. Correct. Mm-hmm. And they teach him perfect English too, because she has completely <laughs> lost her accent. No, she ha- not completely. It's still, it's still there a little. You can hear no, there's hints. No, it's yes, not. there it's is. Nope. Yes, none. My no, I was listening to. I'm, I'm with Bernie. I'm like, uh, I don't hear an accent at all. The scene when she's in the kitchen with Vision much later, and he makes her that paprikash. She has a little accent there, you know. It's, it's the old country food, so you know she has to have the old accent. It's there. Hard. My mother scream. makes a mean chicken paprikash, so <laughs> I like uh, that scene in particular. the The scene that stood out to me in this whole exchange was that um, if you really pay attention, the Avengers actually kill a lot of people um i mean mm-hmm. falcon programs his missiles and they just blow up two guys it wasn't that yep. missile lands close to you and the splash kind of throws you to the side and you're just kind of charred no the missile lands directly on those enemies and they blow up and die so and there's multiple um avengers who have guns who are shooting people in the head and i think that that was a really um uh, aggressive scene that I don't, I haven't seen in previous movies. They're trying to show you that the Avengers will kill these people if they have to. Uh, Captain America should have died about forty times during this stuff too. He's shot with grenade launchers and <laughs> falls uh, off he goes building. into a room full of gas, pulls a gas mask off a dude who dies because he's not wearing a gas mask. Yet himself is not wearing a gas mask. <laughs> Anybody else have a problem with that? He was holding I, his breath the whole time. Yes, he was. <laughs> this is the kind of bullshit you'll have to deal with, Kellen. <laughs> Captain America is infallible. 
Uh, right. Uh, breath, I, breath held I the whole I didn't really way. have a problem with that. Like, it's, you know. I, I had a problem with him getting hit with that grenade launcher like four times. <laughs> no, I'm thinking dead. like, you know uh, how like when you watch the Harry Potter movies in order, they get like progressively darker and scarier because they like grew up with the kids. Yeah. I'm wondering if the MCU sort of did that to us too. And it started out where it wasn't quite so vicious and deadly and they weren't, the Avengers were kind of softer and then they get progressively dirtier or meaner as we go like are they well, trying to do that to us i don't know a million people died in new york in the first avengers movie yeah but <laughs> but, but this is what marvel did with this movie which was really smart you you later see that this movie tackles all of the carnage that the avengers have caused new york sokovia uh you know um uh what was the other place they they showed them in that clip dc DC, yeah, when when the when the big huge um, you know shield ships come crashing down and just murder a bunch of people, so you know they're they're saying, hey, okay, there's a lot of death here, there's a lot of superheroes causing this carnage. Let's try to focus on that and see what would the what would be the repercussions. Um, sort of, except for it seems silly to be mad about it after two million people have died. <laughs> you well, know, like I'll, they didn't they didn't care up until like seven people died in this part of Lagos in that apartment building or whatever. <laughs> like that, that's but the straw have, that broke back. Yeah. Bernie, you get to a point where the, where it's finally enough. Like you, you've okay. You saved us from aliens. Wonderful. You saved us from a Hydra takeover of shield. Great. Uh, okay. You had to go to Sokovia and save us from a, 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 a evil Ultron robot. All that right. You created, but, but you created it. So you can see <laughs> the progression where people are losing their patience and they've gotten to a point where finally something happened. And they're like, Nope, that's enough. We can't do this mm -hmm. anymore. And here's the repercussions of that. This, this bomb is what did it. Not Ultron and dropping the city and all that murder from Ultron. Yeah. Because this was a, this was a direct, uh, uh, this was an Avenger directly, uh, um, Whatever he's gonna say is gonna not work for you because right, Ultron. <laughs> they All literally, Ultron. they literally call it the Sokovia Corridor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you know that they weren't working on this already before this event happened? Like, if they call it the Sokovia Accords, maybe after Ultron dropped a city on this entire population, they started working they on the UN. Uh, come together and they told you the UN ratified it together 170 17 countries or whatever well this this was the first event that happened uh, in Africa wasn't it at Lagos where's Lagos at is that Nigeria Africa? that's Nigeria. in Nigeria so now you've had a thing in Europe we've had North America um you know and we don't know where Sokovia is you know it might be kind of I don't know, border, Russia. Uh, you think Eastern, Russia. yeah, yeah Russia somewhere. Asia. So that's like Asia too. And now, uh, well, if we count Hulk in this, the events from the first Hulk down in Brazil, what happened down there? The <laughs> incident. Um, so that's all these countries all over the world now have been affected and they got this big coalition, 117 nations and Wakanda too, you know, they're kind of in there. So... You know, it's like a big deal now. All over the world, this shit's happening, and the Avengers are always mixed up in it. So, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. 
Seems dumb. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It seems dumb to be mad about it now versus the shit that you've seen the last however many movies. I, there should have been the reaction after the first time. I don't think so. I think people are oh, able to. Jesus. I think, come on, Bernie. I think people are able to say, wow, mass casualties, but the Avengers saved us from a Loki alien invasion takeover. Kellen, Kellen, Kellen Steven the, over here. I can see. But it. that doesn't change. <laughs> that doesn't change. After this new event, it's still the same. Mass casualties, but wow, there was an underground Hydra plan to take over satellites that were going to kill a million people. Mass casualties, but you saved us from a crazy robot, dude. Yes, I understand that Tony Stark created. I get it. But that's when things started to turn into negativity towards the Avengers. That Ultron. uh, Okay, and then now you get seven casualties. While saving who knows how many lives because Rock and Sockham Crossbones wanted to steal a red vial of a biological weapon. And is that a movie that we missed? Are we going to come back and get like the side movie for that? Or is that just for for this doomsday virus that just sort of then goes away? It was just generic, generic (laughs) vial of red. red Yeah. It was it was a way for the Avengers. But why isn't have- that forgiven to stop a guy who's trying to do bioterrorism? Because I don't think people see Crossbones as a superpowered being. What do you mean? He's who the, who he's- people? Who are you talking about? Well, okay. You see, you see alien uh, uh, invasions. You see uh, Asgardian gods. You have um, Hydra, demon robots. People. You've got yeah Hydra, which has inf- infected the government. And then you have a Crossbones guy. Uh, who with a burnt face who wants to steal a vial of who knows what and that people are like, well, what the hell is this dude? He's not a threat to anyone. You're going to throw him into a building and kill a bunch of innocent people. So people are able to see the gravity of these huge villains and Crossbones okay, is like a nobody. Now explain the bad guy in Iron Man 3 and why that wasn't a bigger deal then. Because he was trying to make super soldiers using vials of random goo. What do you mean why wasn't he a big deal? Why, like... They still allowed it. You know how much shit they blew up in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, it, weren't they in like in the middle of the of the of the water? Who died in Iron Man? Three? On a pier or dock or something. Yeah, they I didn't. Thought. I don't think anybody. I mean, if you're talking about those guys lighting themselves on fire and blowing up a bunch All, of innocent people, yeah. Can we talk about how they throw a grenade inside of the tank and it starts ticking? <laughs> Is anybody yes. else? Have you That's... heard of a grenade that ticks down the time? By the way, no. by the way, no. you can just throw a person in front of you with a Kevlar vest and you're okay. It'll protect you from that. You just, yeah. blow, you just come out the door. That has Black to be one Widow. of those ticking grenades. Black it can't just be a regular one. It's got to be one that ticks. There's also the scene after she kind of gets out of there or during or all around this. I, I just have a note here. Unnecessary parkour. When <laughs> she's running through the stalls. Like, like the stalls jumping over stuff. cars, like doing flips over things mm-hmm. where she could have just like went right a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think that's because that's what she could actually do because all the other stuff is clearly a double because you never see her front half. She's always kicking some guy with her. You can only see her ass. Like, so it's clearly not her. Like, oh, here's a girl with her same hair kicking this guy's ass. So we have to have her jump over some stuff because that's what she can actually do without getting <laughs> hurt, I assume. So you're, she's my you're favorite saying... part of this whole beginning scene. I thought all her fighting shit was awesome. 
You're saying well, that note is wrong. Appreciate was, appreciate was, her double was, because I'm confident that's who was <laughs> It was very necessary parkour just to like yeah. get her in a few more scenes, like for real. That's exactly what it was. Maybe okay. there was a certain percentage of female that needed to happen in this. <laughs> it was in her contract that she mm-hmm. gets to do a couple flips and stuff. Okay. Well, I we will know say she's going to be in a future movie, so it's not like they're going to kill her off or anything. So we'll see her probably pretty soon. I will say believable, not believable. All the hand-to-hand, close-quarter combat was pretty fucking cool. It was awesome. <laughs> and what I loved is that uh, Wanda and Black Widow didn't change into their costumes. They were just kicking butt in their in their clothes when they were, you know, surveying the scene. So I, I love that. It's like, man, she's kicking butt in like jeans and a t-shirt. Well, there wasn't a phone booth. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I thought I thought that was great. That's my favorite. I love when they fight in jeans. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see, where are we? Uh rock and sock'em crossbones. Tries to to Susie's himself and uh, take Cap out with him. Wanda catches the explosion and tries to throw it up in the air away from everyone. Ends up taking out a small corner of what I guess is supposed to be an apartment building, but it looks like an office building. But I don't think it really matters what it is. Kill some people. This is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. Well, don't we find out that they're Wakandians that she killed? And that's what yeah. makes it that bad. Because they're usually recluses. That makes it worse. You're jumping ahead. <laughs> that's who it is, is important. We got to get to the, the barf scene. <laughs> the, the, Tony, the absolutely horrible Tony de aged CGI scene. Oh, I didn't think it looked horrible. What? Yeah, I, I wrote looks uh, horrible. Looks awful is what my notes say. I, I put in my looks. notes looks awesome. Well, no. I will I say that's awful. the difference between Rami and Kellen. Hey, wow. I, I will wow. say that wow. when I watched this in the movie theater, I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking cool. I watched it this time, I'm like, oh, that looks so bad. <laughs> looked really bad. Well, I, I disagree. Compared oh, to what I we've seen, it looked, awesome. it looked awful. Okay, but I mean. Eh. Fine. I'm just right gonna give everything middle. fucking ten. You're just gonna say no. 10 I'm not. <laughs> but in 2016, this was really this was really good. Mm-mm. I mean, you guys are comparing it to today's technology, but five years ago, saw that was really Ant Man that looked better. That was really impressive. Ant Man, you talking about Ant Man two or Ant Man one? They do some de aging at the beginning of Ant Man one. They, and and I thought this was on par with that. I thought Ant Man one de aging was really good. No, as well. it looked it looked fake. No. Disagree. It wasn't bad. I Disagree. think. I think honestly, they might have been going for like a little bit of how old Tony has become now. You know, he's he's battle tested and scarred and battered, not only by life but the new battles he's fought as Iron Man. So it looked like a doll. I, I, I Tony is a that. doll, like one of those real dolls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those real <laughs> sex dolls. That was you. You added that. I didn't. I immediately knew first time I saw the movie. I was like, "This is like a hologram." I was like, "This isn't real. This is not a flashback." No. Yeah, he looked. He looked off. Uh, but instead, they're using Microsoft's uh, augmented reality program. <laughs> Brought to you by MIT. 
Yep, it's at MIT. He's giving a little speech. He announces that all the students' projects are funded. He's he's basically Oprah. You get a a project and you get a project. uh, He gets flustered by reading Pepper's name on the teleprompter, which is so ridiculous. (laughs) But uh, Why? Why is that ridiculous? It shows you that they're having marital problems. I understand Um, why the movie They can make an entire therapeutic experiment on stage, but they can't erase part of a teleprompter (laughs) real time. The the girl runs... The one girl runs back and says, yeah, I'm sorry, Tony. Sorry, we couldn't update the thing that we had typed earlier. She (laughs) fucked up. I had problems with that, too. She's not an MIT student. (laughs) She just works there. So, you know, she's not necessarily, you know, the sharpest tool. By the way, it's not marital problems because they're not married. People make mistakes. It happens. It happens. Good because Piper's smart because he's an awful human being. I mean, <laughs> my problem. We'll get to that later. Um, I did, same as Bernie, realize, oh, they're going somewhere. I wonder if they're going to Siberia uh, and they're going to drive on a back road. This is when I also got to the, that's probably who he hit in the, on the car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think it was, pretty much smacking you over the face with it whenever he's saying goodbye to dad or is this a, wished he could say goodbye to his dad. Is this a Chekhov's gun? <laughs> no. no I wonder where Howard's going with those golf clubs. He takes a bag of golf clubs with him. Is he going to drag the wife around the golf course or is he going to make her go, you know, go shopping one day he's, while he's, he's out hitting playing the that forest, vacation? That forest. I, I, those, are, those are like, surely they're weapons. This is... Howard Stark we're talking secret, about. Oh, like, those are secret some, like guns. Yeah, you take them apart and put them back guns. together and then they're oh. submachine guns. Ooh. I assume. You pull out the He's driver and it's it's the rocket launcher. Just the <laughs> Bang. Yeah, okay. I, I like that answer better. Like each golf ball is like an atom bomb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like a mini nuke. Oh. Yeah. Just how you get through airport security. So we have this a lady. just went up another quarter percent or quarter point on my score ranking. Hey, hey no spoilers. <laughs> a lady is waiting for him outside an elevator. Uh, she works for the State Department, HR. Uh, her son, Charlie Spencer, died in Sokovia. By the way, she becomes a criminal boss in Luke oh. Cage. <laughs> oh. Oh, is that her? I like that. Yeah, that is her. But is it the same character? No. Like, uh, just the <laughs> no, same just lady, the same actress. Oh man, that seems lazy. I guess they're not the same universe, though, so it's fine, right? Maybe I don't know. Officially, the same universe. We'll see. Um, that would have been cool, though, right? Like if she just became a criminal boss because of all this, and just... she would have motivation because they murdered her son. I appreciate yeah. that. I I was on board. I yeah, I, I loved her quote. I liked you think you fight for us, you fight for yourself. That is so what Tony Stark does. I loved it. Like I wrote it down, I highlighted it. <laughs> fight for yourself. I agree. This is where we find out that there were Wakandans in who died in that explosion. So they're very mad. King T'Chaka is very mad, specifically. Um 
he's given like a press conference about how how angry he is. Uh, Steve has a heart to heart with Wanda. Well, it was one of those like they're like a country that doesn't get involved in anything. They finally get involved, and now people die. <laughs> like right. Well, they had had to step out of the shadows to address the death of their people. Yeah. The needless death of their people that they they don't usually step out and give press conferences and whatnot. Um, Steve has a heart-to-heart with Wanda. He tells her, in this job, you try to save as many people as you can, but sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. You have to find a way to live with it, which is very interesting. Yeah. one would say a downside to the job. <laughs> Having to live with the murder of <laughs> millions of people. <laughs> uh, Vision's a fucking creep and he just walks through the wall. Dude, I, I love think... I love these scenes. Are you are you gonna about to hate on this stuff? On Vision wearing his gap outfits. Oh, this is this all this is wonderful. Especially that we've actually watched WandaVision. I this, oh, uh, Wait, what am, what? What did I say? I haven't watched WandaVision. WandaVision does not exist in this universe. Did I did I say any spoilers? I'm just stopping you before you do. Okay, well, now well, he knows that Wanda and Vision are alive. Now I know that they have a a show together after this. Oh, oh. terrible. <laughs> yeah, he lives does, he wear gap? does he wear clothes from the gap in that show too? Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Does he dress himself or does she dress him? He dresses himself, himself with his mind. <laughs> these are so that's these what are, he chooses to wear. These are digital clothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I mean I'm not gonna talk about WandaVision. I'm just saying seeing that series and watching these scenes now in retrospect, it's really cool. Nothing happens in the scenes. They're dumb. Who cares? But, um, he does say like some sweet things about like, I wish other people saw you the way that I see I mean, you. I don't know if it's not yet. They're laying, yet he doesn't. they're laying the groundwork. They're, they're kind of building layers to this sort of not yet. Relationship. He just walked in being a creep at this point in the movie. I didn't think he was necessary in this movie at all. I could have deleted him. Would have saved yeah. some money. But Vision is still like amongst the most powerful Avengers. He may be top. He has one, a stone, two, right? He's yeah. ridiculously powerful. He can walk through walls and shoot He's laser beams two. and shit. He's, He's unreal. The most powerful. You want him on your team? I, to goddamn Wanda's right, some, I want him on my most team. powerful. He's number two. Do you know who's number three? Good old Thunderbolt Ross, Secretary <laughs> of State. <laughs> Fan favorite Thunderbolt Ross coming back, yes, coming back from the Hulk movies. Uh, he tells he's, him the he world got is, a promotion, though. Secretary yeah, of State, oh, yeah, yeah, he's big time promoted. Let me upgrade you. He tells him the world owes the Avengers a debt they could never repay. You are seen as heroes, but people but, also see you as vigilantes. But fuck you, yep. <laughs> Ross tells them he would call them dangerous, a group of U.S. enhanced individuals ignoring sovereign borders, inflicting their will wherever they choose. And I agree with him. I think he's absolutely right. I like his line of, he's like, hey, where's the Hulk? Where's Thor? And they're like, what? He's like, yeah, if I lost two nukes, my ass would be 
now. Yo, nope, nope. I'll tell you why I fucking hate that. Because <laughs> the fucking asshole government shot a nuke at New York City for fuck's sake in the first event. Movie. So I don't want to hear you. that bullshit. That's yeah, in my notes. Stupid. Yeah, but if he lost the nuke... Yeah, they didn't lose it. They knew exactly where it was headed. Oh, fuck off. Right to Manhattan. <laughs> Downtown, baby. That's the one thing I didn't like, is him pointing fingers whenever the fucking government shot a goddamn nuke at New York City. I also like that he says, like, he's like, if you guys don't agree, like, I'm, we're going to get back at you. Or he's, like, going to make the Avengers retire? Like, how? what control does he have over them? Like, we just talked about how powerful they are like yeah wanda could just like crush him in one second he's gonna go (laughs) he's gonna put him in the astrodome underground water jail spoilers spoilers these these type of conversations that they're having with the with the you know heroes let's put quotation marks heroes who are now being vilified by multiple organizations and just you know the population of the world um, is that scene from uh, The Dark Knight, which says you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. These these heroes who are trying to do what they think is right are now becoming vilified by the people because of their um, the, the, the uh, destruction they're leaving in their wake. So this is the government's response on trying to think of something they can do to, to, to still gain um, the positivity that the Avengers can give to the world, but also keeping them in check. So let's let's go around the horn real quickly and say whether or not you agree and if you would sign the Sokovia Accords. Kellen, would you sign Absolutely the not. You would not sign them. You, you disagree yeah. that the Avengers should have free reign to do whatever they want, anywhere I, they yep. want. Well, uh, yep. Yeah. I don't think they need a, a document that says what they can and can't do. Okay. Uh, Rami, what do you think? Yeah, you, you don't sign. Oh, damn. I was hoping we were going to have Dang. different opinions on that. No, you don't sign. Uh, I I don't know. I would have to read the Sokovia Accords. They're like um, their Bible thick. Honestly, I do you think I, a group of superheroes can travel across unlimited borders, unregulated, do whatever the fuck they want? See, no, we you Bernie, you've said there are consequences to this, you know, and obviously there are, you know, millions MCU have movies died. do not have consequences. It, well, they do have not. consequences. This is a consequence. You're watching a movie right now that has consequences. Rami the next movie, they are free to do whatever the fuck they want. There are no consequences. Because the, the, uh, apparently this Sokovia Accord stuff didn't work, and so they've gone back to the way it was before. <laughs> so there were consequences. Perfect. Go ahead, Skate. Finish your thought. I would probably sign it on myself just to, I don't know, get the heat off of me. And then do whatever the fuck you want. Is that what you said? No, so he's a Natasha. Okay, Why to to a certain extent, you know. Why does um, Steve, Why does Steve say he doesn't want to sign? Do, I mean, do you guys remember that scene? It's around this time where he says, "I don't want to sign this because then the government can tell me where I have to go to a place where I shouldn't be. They're going to tell me things that I need to do." 
that he I have no business in. It's, he has no it's, business being in Nigeria causing right, fucking ruckus either. Right, yeah. He has no the, business being there. He's Captain America. He's not Captain Nigeria. You know, it's the UN. It's a, it's a multinational group, you know, that are, uh, you would think at that level are protecting the best interests of of the world at that point. I they didn't, are. you know, Sokovia they're was. Not, though. They're all politicians. They're just doing whatever yeah, but the fuck saves their ass. The fucking Sokovia thing happened because of Tony and Hulk. Yeah. They built that fucking thing and then it went and did all this bullshit, you know? I, I understand why Tony is so willing to do it because, you know, that that's on him, right? That shit that happened over know. there was his fucking fault. But that's not the Tony that we saw for three movies. I have I know, so many issues with that. Like, I, that's, I don't I was, get that motivation at all. I'm like, who? What? He's going to agree to this? I was so, like, he's interested. Guilty. He's realizing what everything that he's done, the... Yeah, they've saved the world, but he's also like they, they shouldn't the have free yeah, range that, to do whatever they want. They're they're trying to show like that scene where he con- he was confronted by that mother who lost their child. That really had a big effect on him. That's why he showed it to the team and said, "Do you know who this kid is?" Again, kid it doesn't be- happen yet. Dwayne, but, would you sign okay. it? I thought I thought that had happened at this point. All no, right, later, Dwayne, would you sign? I it? I would not sign it. You would not sign it. Okay, no. I, I'm signing it. I don't think these people have any right to go anywhere in the world to do to find a bad guy that they're looking but for. But I don't, I don't, with, I don't agree with that side of it. But I also don't agree with like governments controlling them because the they're they're gonna have a, them. the world is controlling them. Yeah, right? they, but they they still have a fucking agenda. Of course, but. That's what Captain America was saying. He says yeah. agendas they have, change. They have an agenda for us that doesn't. Everyone has an agenda. The Avengers have an agenda. No, they yeah, don't. At least they are like the kind of governing bodies of 117 nations that have agreed to this document. You know. So it. So so, <laughs> the other half of that is that like, like ten people. Ten people, and it's mostly Tony and Captain America that call the shots. It seems like, yeah. so you know, it's either two dudes' agenda or 117 countries of the entire world where yeah. shit yeah. is happening. Say, how can you say the Avengers don't have an people. agenda after watching Age of Ultron, which was Tony's agenda led to Age of Ultron? He wanted a security force where superheroes didn't have to protect the world. Yeah, AI would do it. It's checks and balances, man. It's not, they don't have to, I don't, if, okay. So if the Soviet, Sokovia Accords say that you have to submit to the will of, you know, the Security Council that has been referred to in past movies, you know, the five shadowy figures or holograms in chairs or whatever, then I probably am not signing those Sokovia Accords. But if That's there's exactly like a UN, what it's saying. If there's not, UN, like Security Council, uh, if there's a like a vote in the UN for all the nations of the world to hey we need to take action over here and let's send the Avengers in to do it and clean up quickly, then okay I'm signing those ones. That's that's for me. That's about the line right there. You know that shitty ass old Hydra Security Council. I'm not answering to those bastards. But if it's a general that's, consensus of that's what the globe, you're answering okay. to. 
No, you're Even not. If you're it's answering 100. to the UN. We don't know they're, that. It's, maybe they're it's, UN by day and they're Hydra Security Council by night. Yeah, you don't know. <sighs> well, then you go in and blow up the UN and get some new ambassadors in there. Hey, we have yeah, the Hydra out of there. Then it'll be a bunch of other people with their own agenda that they're going to... F- but the two the people thing. that you're talking about that you want to have the power have their own agendas, which we saw in Ultron. The two people are a billionaire, a fucking Playboy billionaire, and a hundred year old motherfucker. You know, that, that's, literally that's just the two trying dudes. to do good, though. Are they? Yes. Are they? They just yes. killed a million people. The last movie was yeah, they were trying to do good, but they fucked up real bad. Because they what? didn't, there was no checks and balance there. There was nobody watching over him at Tony all. Tony created whatever the fuck he wanted to because he had an agenda, and, and it Bernie, killed you just innocent said it. people. They just wanted to fucking nuke the people. That's well, that what the was government wanted to do. That was that one government it, answer, though. That, that wasn't it, UN. Yeah, that was that was U.S. government. That wasn't an oversight from a hundred. That's exactly countries. what the UN would do. Uh, uh, the UN, the UN There's doesn't at least more consensus that, that way. There's uh, at least a consensus <laughs> of what to do. There's Come not on. that many. There's Bert, not that... Uh, Robbie's and Kellen are being very quiet here. <laughs> yeah, we could just... we could debate this all day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the point. That's the point of the movie is that you you pick a side and there's two different, you know, there's two different uh, perspectives. Not any one yeah, person. There's a, is there's be a right. right one and a wrong one. No, well, so, <laughs> in one of the Iron Man's, uh, Tony's in front of the Senate and he's talking about like, oh, you can't control my suit. It's mine and it's just an extension of me. And now, like, how many movies later? And he's like, oh, all of that is nonsense now. I'm just going to agree to whatever you say. Like, I can't. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's because- where it's for me. I- no, that's different. The government doesn't own Tony's tech at that point. Tony still owns the tech. He just has we to listen. He has to listen to the UN tell him when and where he should go to, to interfere in these events. <laughs> also during With this conversation. Iron Man movies, they want his tech. Tony says that he has an electromagnetic headache. <laughs> has he or has he not had it removed by this time? He has had it removed. Then how does he have an electromagnetic headache if he doesn't have it inside of him anymore? Is it like, remnant? Do, do, you, do you guys not um, take into account that interaction that he had with the grieving mother at it the MIT matter. conference? It, you I, say it doesn't matter, Bernie, but it does. It does matter because that really had an effect on him. I know that they didn't build this encounter over seven movies spanning you know, guilt. 10 years. He's but, had guilt every fucking Iron Man movie. That's why he retires at the yeah. end of every fucking Iron Man okay. movie. And <laughs> and this is this is the ramification of that guilt. He's getting to a point where he's like, I'm sick of um, uh, trying to um, stand up for my own mistakes and maybe we do need regulation. So sign this piece of paper so that we can be ruled by someone else because I'm not doing a good job. That's not un 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 un. Uh, that's not something that's outlandish. I know you said don't sign it. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that's Tony's perspective is to sign this piece of paper. I know I don't you think just they said. I don't think they should, but Tony's perspective is they should we're gonna, sign. We're going to do this for fucking forty minutes. So let's <laughs> well, well, Bernie's here. problem with that is that he doesn't like kids in movies. So as soon as she was like, "My son," he was like, "Just stop listening." Was like, kids, oh, there's a kid yeah. in this movie. It's horrible. Really, like, yeah. 
I understand the sympathy of like this innocent kid who like was really smart and was trying to change the world died. But at the end, like he's just one, he's one. How many people have that same story of their kid dying in Sokovia? So, or New York city, but how many of them, how many of them got to uh, uh, talk to him one-to-one in a hallway who, like, uh, why are you so stuck on that? Who cares? I'm just saying that they put that in the movie for a reason. Yes, we know they, why they did it. And so it just had an effect on him. You're saying like it's not important. Who cares that that person's a nobody? But it it means something to him. That's the reason why he's trying to convince the Avengers to sign the piece of paper because it affected him so much that he's got to this point. Rami trying to validate you saying you would sign it. I don't. <laughs> when yeah. he said that he's not going to sign it. He's just explaining why Tony would want why to sign Tony it. would want to sign right. it. I'm, to I'm saying that this is not the Tony it. from the other 12 movies. It's true because he's 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 yeah. changed. And Captain I don't America think people change. Captain he's, America. No, Captain America has changed. He was the the government is always right. You give me my orders, I will follow what you say. And now he is the opposite. He's the guy who's like, I'm not signing this piece of paper. You don't can't you can't tell me what to do. That's not, not what Captain America is at all. I thought mean? it was backwards, personally myself too. I thought Captain America is like, I'm gonna fight for the little guy. I'm gonna be the who he was before he was. He, Captain he didn't America. care about government. Like, I'm too. gonna fight the bully. He changed in Captain America too. Yeah, and this is the this is the continuation of that. From Captain America one to Captain America two, he was still following orders. This... He was taking Nick Fury's orders. He was trusting the agency he was working for, and that slowly has started to erode. And this now is he... my personal hell. If we continue <laughs> to do this for another thirty minutes, we're, we're, gonna we're go gonna keep it forth. up. <laughs> but speaking of hell, we... the next scene cuts to Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some guy's car crashes uh, into some guy's car in his driveway gets crashed into while he's eating something from a bowl. It's obviously a setup. Come on, guy, pay attention. Unidentified bad guy busts through the door, um, smacks him with the head, blacks him out. He's starting to hammer at a wall. And uh, he's obviously looking for something, a very conveniently placed metal box full of files and the book used to control Bucky. Um, we find out his name is Zemo. Um, when we also find out when shield fell, black widow released millions of pages and files of Hydra. And he took those files and he decrypted. Do we them. learn that or it just happened? There's he one line it. where he says it. He says it. Therefore no, we learned it. she literally did it. In the movie, well, she does stuff on the computer, and it <laughs> has like an upload bar. But sure, Dwayne. Um, he decrypted them and found this kernel that, uh, for no reason that we know, kept these files uh, in his wall. Uh, he he's looking for mission report December 16, nineteen ninety one. Hey, that's, it, that's wait, what he wants to find. Wait, is that the same scene we saw at the beginning of the movie? <laughs> could be. I don't know. There's a lot of days in 1991. This could be a different day. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, the dude drowns upside down. 
which would be fucking terrifying way to die. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super horrifying. And he has no he has no uh he doesn't have any fear. He this is the way I'm gonna die. Hail Hydra. Well that's because he didn't talk to a lady waiting outside an elevator to tell him about her son. <laughs> Dude, I, I thought that scene so, was awesome. You're such a I hater. Issue, there's a, there's the science of him drowning in the sink because in the first scene, his nose and his mouth are completely out of the sink. They're out of the water. The water is mm-hmm. spilling over the side of the sink and his <laughs> mouth and nose are not in it. Yet in the second scene, he's drowning in it. Uh-huh. So did he grow taller? And, <laughs> no, and then he started I, drowning. The, wa- the water raised up above, above the, the edge spill of the point. Sink. Okay. The spill point and then drowned him. So it's 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 the, the science doesn't it, matter in this universe. It was no, it was it was actually a horrible. It was just the nose. It wasn't even the mouth. It, like he was nah, drowning his mouth from was the pretty nose. far out. It's pretty far out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like his nose was in the water. That's a pretty yeah, shitty way to bit. drown. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not the way I would want to go. <laughs> um. Just like this podcast episode, it cuts back to the Avengers arguing over whether or not they should sign these accords still. Uh, this is what I think is the biggest Hey, Bernie, did you get everything. the uh, second pen of the set I sent you? What? I had two pens. I sent one to you. Were you going to... Are you talking about his his olive branch? (laughs) Yeah. We're not there yet, goddammit. Well, that's signing it the second time, right? No, that's we're not there yet. Damn it. We'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) This is the part where um, Vision, and this is what I think the most important part of this is. (laughs) Vision tells them that since Tony announced himself as Iron Man, the number of enhanced individuals has grown exponentially. The number of world-changing events has also grown proportionally to that. The very strength of the Avengers invites challenge, and challenge incites conflict, and conflict leads to the dark side. Um, this is the scene, Rami, where he uh, shows them the picture of that kid who died, told him about how Charlie was spending a summer in Sokovia trying to make a difference, like a backpacking type deal. Um, Went through his like GPA and all that stuff. Um, but I mean, both sides make good points. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think we need to keep hashing over. Yeah, not what's uh, right, what's wrong. Not I. Not to talk about the you know Cap versus Iron Man side, but I thought it was a really cool thing that they said is that um, the more heroes that come into this world, the more villains are going to stand up to that challenge. The more the more you show a resistance um, and and the fight for the good fight, the more people are going to say, "Well, I can stand up to you. I'm more powerful than you." Um, yeah, it invites challenge. Uh, it invites yeah, it invites challenge. It is like, no, nah, who are you? I'm I'm me. You're you. I'm I can I can do better than that. And it just heroes attract villains, and it's such an easy example and an easy way to explain it. The more heroes yep. you have, the more villains who want to challenge your authority. It was awesome. even the more points that Rami tries to make on the podcast, the more the other guys are going to disagree with them. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Shh. 
Is Rami the hero or the villain in this <laughs> scenario? He's the villain. It's my show. I'm the hero. Actually, no, I want to be the villain. Rami the hero. Yeah, I thought that was a super easy way to explain why do villains exist? Because heroes exist. They, they... And Zemo... Yeah, we, we haven't seen movie. that in Batman at all. Enough times. <laughs> we don't know what we don't know what Batman is in this universe, Dwayne. Yes, correct. They haven't mentioned Christian Bale's name once. Dude, I, as an audience. I watched The Dark Knight the other day. That movie is so fucking good. It's <laughs> man, it's it's the pinnacle. It's the best superhero film ever. You know made. what's not good? Peggy Carter dying in her sleep. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That was brutal. Uh, yeah. Well, burning the king in transitions. <laughs> yes. Hold on, we got a, a big London word first. Bum, What's bum, that? Bum. Now we're in London. Big words on the screen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now she. Dies. Have to show the Ferris wheel thing too, just mm-hmm. so people know. Bye. Um. Yeah. Uh, Steve teleports to London to attend the funeral. <laughs> Uh, we find out the neighbor watching Steve in his apartment is um, his Sharon niece. Carter. <laughs> yeah, and I forgot Bird. that they, they didn't reveal her name until this film. Like, I totally forgot about that. What do you think about that, Skay? What do you think about Agent um, 13? Well, I was going to say, uh, you know, you, you said that a bad thing was uh, Peggy Carter dying, but every cloud has a silver lining, right? <laughs> that opens certain doors. To, well, we'll get there later. I don't want to step on your toes here, Bernie. But, um, but yeah, that's uh, interesting. That's interesting. It's her niece uh, followed in her line of work, kind of, and just so mm-hmm. happened to be the one posted closest to Cap. Maybe, maybe Peggy, I don't know, had a hand in that. I wouldn't imagine she, she was in bed and not doing real well, but. Um, it just seems like almost more than coincidence. Maybe fate had mm. something to do with that assignment that she got. They do say the universe. Uh, never mind. Forget it. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't know her name. I just she's hot niece in all of my notes. She just it says hot niece, hot niece, hot niece. I, I didn't know what her name hot, was. Hot niece. That's what I call her in all of my notes. <laughs> She gives a nice speech that's a very pointed message at Captain telling him not to sign the accords. Uh, We find out. Really? Really? (laughs) Yeah, smacking you over the head with it. Uh, Tony, Rhodey, and Vision all signed. Clint's retired. Wanda's undecided. Cap tells uh, Black Widow, who also teleported to London, that uh, he can't sign the accords. And then we cut to the UN ratifying the accords. T'Challa is seen for the first time. That's exciting. He agrees uh, with the accords, but not the politics of it. Two people in a room can get more done than a hundred. Unless you're moving a piano. Yep, unless you're moving a piano. Love it. Yep. Um, T'Chaka is giving a speech about Wakanda's plans to come out of the shadows and be more involved. In the, huh, what's that? A bomb. <laughs> Boom. He dies. 
Shit, we're, like only, like, we're only there. Yeah, we spent yeah. fucking 30 minutes yeah, arguing the goddamn Cody Accords. No, and we'll go we'll go quick from this point. Yeah, a lot of the stuff, yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff is just fight scenes for But I just I just want to say real quick, I like the scene where um you know, Black Panther is holding his dad and there's not that one last gasp or sentence or let me give you this one last piece of wisdom. I mean, his dad just flat out dies and he's just holding him and just is crying like I, I the death scenes that's more believable to me um, than your one last uh, you know gasp of air like let me tell you this wisdom before I die so I really like that scene okay so Rami likes watching people's dads be murdered I'm saying that's more believable that's a more believable like a weird... death scene in a movie than you know let me give you this one last sentence before I you know pass away Weird no, that was that was way more believable. Why is that weird? <laughs> Steven it wouldn't Sam. be a Disney movie if it didn't have a dead dad in it. So yeah, I mean, movie. That, was, that was a really good scene. He, that was he, his uh, Lion King moment, right? Yeah, it was just it was just holding Mufasa. Dad, <laughs> it was no communication. Wake it up, was Dad. Just... He's the panther, though, not the lion. Oh. <sighs> Steve and Sam watch a news report and see the Winter Soldier is responsible for the bombing. Sharon Carter is teleported to Vienna. <laughs> um, she's there instantly. She's there so fast from London that T'Challa can't even wipe the blood off his fucking head <laughs> before she's Thank there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Cap's, Cap also teleported. Um Black Widow and T'Challa are chatting, and Black Widow tells him the task force will decide what to do with the Winter Soldier. T'Challa says, don't bother. I'll kill him myself. Great scene. Um, yeah. Pretty badass scene. Yeah, it was super awesome. Um, let's see. He was for the Accords two minutes ago, but now he's he gets free reign to go and do whatever he wants. <laughs> so, it's Kind of shows you the messiness and the which, how you can constantly pick and choose your size. Uh, You're talking Black Panther, right? Yeah. Steve used the same teleporter as Sharon, and he brought along his invisibility <laughs> cap with him this time. And he's also wearing cloaking glasses, so he's super invisible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you mean the uh, black cap and sunglasses? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, Sam had the uh, he had a red or uh, maroon cap and sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. they they all <laughs> they had their own Stark industry hats. <laughs> Stark industry hats. Um, Black Widow gets a phone call from Cap, and she already knows what he's going to do. Tells him to stay home, but we can't have a movie if he stays home, so he doesn't. Well, he's uh, least likely to die. He's least yeah. likely to die trying. I liked it. I liked that line. I'm going to go find him because I'm least likely to die trying. Yeah. It was a great line. I agree. Pretty I wrote that. It was an awesome line. There was something rapper about it. Um, cuts to Romania and Bucky is buying plums or some shit. <laughs> Notices a newspaper stand guy. Uh, giving him weird looks, and then he runs away. 
So he picks up a paper and he sees yeah, a pic that, of. That's not suspicious at all when the news stand guy runs away, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, he sees the front page of the paper is a picture of, of what appears to be him leaving the bombing. Cap teleported to um, Romania this time. And he's in Bucky's apartment. This is real Game of Thrones travel scenarios here. Uh, he tells Steve he wasn't in Vienna. And uh, Steve hears Sam in his ear telling him that there's like a hit squad coming in, moving in. And then we get a fight scene. Bucky, Cap. Pretty cool fight scene in the little tiny apartment and down the stairwell and stuff. Well, this is this was the a very important part of the movie because Captain America has to make a decision. Is he going to defend his friend or is he, he does going... it like 50 times in this movie? I'm just saying like he, he, this is, a, I mean, he's going against everything that, you know, uh, would, would be the right thing to do. Let the, let the, let him have his day in court, let the government decide his fate, blah, blah, blah. No, there's people coming in who want to apprehend him and he stops them because he wants to save his friend. I yeah, think also that, known as the movie Winter Soldier. <laughs> he does the same thing in Winter Soldier. It's not, well, it's not a unique if, cap if thing in, at this point. If in the MCU, like one dance with a girl can make you like try to spend the rest of your life fighting for her, <laughs> that a guy that you've known since you were in, you know junior high with uh that's been along the, all the way there i mean i feel like that's you owe him more than you owe this girl that you danced with one time and that changes the course of this whole universe so no it was um i think he i think he uh he does it i mean he needs to do it if he does if he didn't do it or there was this wouldn't be a movie no but, <laughs> yeah no it was it was I'm saying, it's not a unique cap trait to yeah. pick bucky over everyone else he did it in fucking winter soldier but it was a believable scenario in that it's the same instance. thing. He just constantly picks Bucky over everyone else. It's just it's his character. Bucky's his his uh he's loyal to Bucky no matter what. I love um, I loved we're talking about the fight scene now, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I loved when Bucky's hand like stops the bullets. Holy crap. That was awesome. I totally Cap, forgot so- about that scene. Cap says, stop, you're going to kill someone. And then they both immediately kill a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he just, he, he, hold, he, like, he just puts his hand out and the bullets just hit his hand and he's deflecting them. That was so cool. They didn't kill. So cool. They didn't kill people. They just knocked them out. Come on. Yeah, no, he was, they he was actively killed him. Dude, he was actively trying to save people. There were yeah. numerous times where Cap was looking at Bucky like, hey, man, really? You're going to throw this guy off the staircase? Like, uh, can those you just- punches and kicks, they fucking. People were dead. I love that scene. That was a great scene. No, again, all the close close quarter combat stuff is awesome in this movie. Yeah, it's great. It's always, it's always fun. To I like watch. it when it's good guys versus bad guys. But later, maybe not so much. Who who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? Yeah, that's okay. what we're not. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that again. Yeah. Um. So blah blah blah, fight fight fight. Uh, Bucky jumps off the ledge to go to another building. Black Panther tackles him. First time we see Black Panther. Skay, what are your thoughts of the first time seeing Black Panther? You're muted. 
Thank you. Uh, <laughs> tell you what, he's looking pretty good, looking pretty powerful. Um, mm-hmm. If he can hang with Bucky and Cap, uh, you know, that's that's strong. Definitely strong. I don't know if it's Vision or Wanda strong, but uh, pretty damn good fighter. Yeah, I mean, he's his suit basically makes him invincible to any outside harm, really. Plus, he, you know, his thing where he slides down buildings with the claw and, mm-hmm. you know, has a lower drop than Captain America, who just kind of dives off of anything, jumps out of fucking planes without a parachute on and shit. But you got to land um, on the shield, though. Well, <laughs> uh, see, right here in this scene, it almost doesn't look like he developed kind of like a rolling technique out of the fall. Maybe kind of braces with the shield a little bit. So maybe yeah. he's been working on that back at the Avengers camp <laughs> with the rest of the recruits. He's been working on his fall and roll with the shield technique. <laughs> with Wanda. <I'm> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what a great entrance for him. He looks super powerful right off the bat. Um, more of that cool hand-to-hand combat. I dig it. I really hope they make a movie with him. (laughs) Um, The next scene is that uh, pretty famous Marvel scene of the uh, running through the car tunnel. You have the three super fast guys running. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, dude, it's, this scene is fantastic. Very, very realistic looking. No, it is. It wasn't terrible. It's not too egregious. I wonder how they did. Some aren't. You have two super soldiers and a guy in a uh, super powered suit running, uh, you know, as fast as cars. That was awesome. I wonder how they like did that because it didn't. To me, it didn't look CGI. It looked like they were like pulling them, and of course, the cars were probably going real slow. You know, they were idling along, but they um. It was pretty interesting, like a big treadmill or something they were running on. Like they were really fast. It they was it out. was amazing. My favorite part of it is um Captain America turns that SUV sideways and then starts sprinting out the door as it's about to start <laughs> rolling over. Oh my god, is that fucking awesome? That yeah, was, it was awesome. It's great. This this is all great. But also <laughs> like when Bucky grabs the motorcycle. Like he just direction. grabs that guy, turns oh, around, and hops man. on, and Come keeps on. going. That's yeah, awesome. that was really cool too. Awesome yeah, he stops stuff. him with the hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some really awesome scenes. Yeah, uh, they all get arrested, but uh, Black Panther takes his mask off to reveal he is T'Challa. Groundbreaking stuff. I like that. I like that a lot. I I was very surprised at that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of most things, this he was probably the one I was most aware of, you know, coming into this. Like, Black Panther was a big deal when it came out, and like Wakanda Forever and T'Challa, and yeah, like uh, I forget the actor's name, it's slipping my mind right now. Chadwick Boseman, yeah, it just he passed away. It was that last year, I guess. Mm. Um, but like, he uh, he, I think, he had more than any character, did he? Yeah. Um, yeah. He did. He's going yeah. through treatments, yeah. 
he more than probably any other of the characters coming in, I was like most aware of kind of his yeah. uh, stuff. You had to be. There was no. He was. I mean, that Black it Panther was movie. It was all over. Changed pop culture, as did the, that movie and um, Infinity War have the biggest um, lasting impacts on popular culture. I would say. Um, I mean, if they make an Infinity War movie, we don't know. That. <laughs> We've seen the Gauntlet. I'm just assuming. Is, is this movie not an Infinity War? It doesn't no, have that this much is tie. Civil war. <laughs> it's a different There's, war. It, it does go on for a long time. Oh, <laughs> hey, I see the joke. I like it. Um, yeah, we're an hour and a half into this podcast, and we're like 15 minutes into the movie. Oh, so. man. Let's, let's um, go. Okay, so they see. Okay, so they, they have the fight, they get arrested, and then this is the scene where Vision is cooking paprikash for Wanda. He is, yep. correct. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, put, I put in my notes, I love the WandaVision stuff. Period. I put in my notes, none of this, because it's so insignificant to the story that <laughs> oh I didn't even God. want to talk about. That's ridiculous. So good. It's great. Um, I was t- wondering, does Vision have parts? No. Like yeah. he's, he is he have a gender? We no, uh, we've established we've this. He, he has are fingers. we gonna hear? Because <laughs> I felt like they were like flirting with each other, but then I was like, wait a minute, how does that work? It's no. It, no, it's it's like a Ken doll down there, you know. They, okay. It's yeah. just it's a zero. It's it. Or or can he morph it into whatever the fuck he wants? Ooh. Well, she uh, could, right? Can he create stuff? He can't create stuff. Well, he changes his outfit by will. Yeah. He like disappears and right. That's a gray area. I don't know. (laughs) He's got a tongue and figures. I think he's fine. Bernie. Bernie. (laughs) (laughs) Or or is it just his work wife? Like uh like how Hawkeye's not allowed to flirt with what's her face because he's married. You don't flirt with people when you're married. (laughs) Oh, you mean he doesn't flirt with Black Widow? Oh, yeah, he, he totally flirts with everyone. No, I, they're, they're, no Rami, they're, Rami they're more says more he, this, Rami says it's not allowed. <laughs> no, no, they're, well, they're, no. Dude, clearly Captain America and Black Widow are friends, and Hawkeye and Black Widow are friends. Hawkeye is different. Hawkeye <laughs> is a much more platonic. They're way longer, older friends, but Black Widow is not that necessarily that way with. The rest of the Avengers. I just, I just think that there's a friendship there hey, that I hey, see. She's into the Hulk. Let's just say that. And yeah, she, and she likes yeah. yeah. And the Hulk is who knows where. We'll find and out in a couple movies. She's seen the same pictures as Bernie, so she's also <laughs> into Captain America. And or or she's been trained Thor. to use her sexuality as a weapon and manipulation tool. But I don't know. And she doesn't know seen... when to turn it off and when to turn it on. We haven't seen that movie yet, so we don't. Is know that your movie. excuse too, Bernie? Is that is that also what you've been trained to? He's been trained mm-hmm. to use his sexuality. I've, I've been trained in the <laughs> opposite of that. I've been trained in how to turn off <laughs> women at every point. <laughs> All right, um, we get a little so, bit of backstory of Black Panther and how it's been protector of Wakanda for generations. Um, we see, and he says, "So you like cats?" I laughed out loud. 
Oh, you like cats? Oh, uh, yeah, in the, in the car. That was, that was funny. Man. Yeah, that was good. Um, We see Everett Ross as they bring Bucky in to his metal crate thing. He Bilbo! Is, he is generic dickhead government man. <laughs> I believe is what he's credited as. <laughs> uh, is that the official cr- credit? I think so. <laughs> Um, this is a scene where it cuts back, and this is a scene where um, Dwayne, where the pen thing is that you yeah. brought up before. Um, we find out uh, him and Pepper are on a little bit of a break because Tony can't quit being Iron Man. Yep. He can't quit because he doesn't want to. Yep. Which is the plot of all the Iron Man movies. Because he's not <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, how? But how about him admitting that? I thought that was great. He's like, I don't want to quit. Yeah, it's a growth moment for him, for sure. No, he literally said, "Like, I blew up every Iron Man suit, but I can't. I can't. Stop. I can't stop. <laughs> I think this is my this is my life, and she doesn't understand that. So we're did it we twice. are going to be we're going to be taking a break. They I mean, that just that's a moment of honesty. I thought that was awesome. They did it's it in also Iron Man like, 3 and then forgot about it and did it again in Age of Ultron. It's also a, uh, hey, she's not in this movie, so we got to fill in the gaps why she's not here. Yeah. Couldn't pay her salary for this one. So too many women in this film. <laughs> we reached our quota. Um, this, I mean, you kind of see in the scene that Tony and Captain America aren't that different. <laughs> They're the same people, but also different. I don't know. Uh, they do a psych evaluation on Bucky immediately for some fucking reason. Uh, <laughs> what like, do you mean? It, it, they're, like they're immediately. Well, I mean, they, they're questioning him and they're wanting to get in a, a professional to come in. Don't fucking defend this Talk scene, to a Ronnie. psychopath. They hired a psych eva- evaluator that they don't even know who he fucking looks like because this Zemo guy can just pretend to be him. Don't even defend this scene. <laughs> this scene's bullshit. This scene is awesome. It's not awesome. You don't hire a psych evaluation guy who you don't even know who he looks like. It's absurd to interrogate the guy two minutes after they bring him in. Fucking stupid. Disagree. Stupid, God damn it. I disagree. What's 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 the uh rationale behind how this also when they when they when they confiscate Falcon's costume, they label it as bird costume. I love that. That was awesome. <laughs> what's Please, your rationale behind Zemo you, being you, able to you, disguise himself as this guy? You know you laughed at that. That was really funny. You don't answer my question. I mean he gets his card and it says bird costume. That's funny. All right. Uh, no, I mean, don't you, what, what happens when you apprehend a freaking murderous psychopath, you bring in someone to talk to him to find out what were you thinking? What were you doing? Where was your mental state? How are we going to approach you now? So, I mean, I, I can't explain why they don't know what he looks like. Okay. I don't know. Um, but I thought the scene was appropriate that you bring in a professional who can talk to someone who's a mass murderer. Immediately, That's... like immediately, like he literally just got there. Yeah, don't people have rights? Don't people have a, a say so about like he's being accused of this? What if he didn't do it? This is in Germany. What what rights does he have in Germany? 
I'm just saying, like, he's bringing, he's being brought in for questioning. He's being brought in for an evaluation to see, did this guy do these crimes? I mean, people get a say so before they're just deemed guilty. Oh, we, we, uh, here's an image Depends of you on where you are. Not everyone has those, whatever. Um, we're not. Power where, Zemo? where is, where is Bucky's lawyer through all this? Doesn't he get a lawyer? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like saying, a, like, like a phone call and stuff. This is this is this is him trying to get his day in court or whatever. He gets to explain himself. He gets to talk to a professional and try to see where his mind is, okay. instead of just them like, oh, we got you on this, uh, uh, you know, fuzz, like fuzzy clip over here in black and white. You're guilty. Kellen, what is your opinion on this, um, Barry's or Barry Baron Zemo? Interrogation or not interrogation? God damn it! <laughs> um, the scene where he eva- does a psych evaluation on Bucky immediately as he's brought in. Um, no one knows what the psych evaluation guy's face is supposed to look like. <laughs> that some dude can just dress up like him, and they're just like, "Okay, we'll give you clearance to the super secret <laughs> base and prison." What are your thoughts on that? Um. So, so I don't know if we know this yet. But, like, earlier in the movie, he wore someone else's face. Like, couldn't he just warn the face of the guy that he was supposed to be so that it was, like, a little bit more believable that, like, he had the credentials to be there? Um, yeah, was, I mean, like, he like at least wore, like, it, a wig or whatever to pretend yeah. like he's, he was Bucky. I mean, I, I think at this point you should, if they didn't tell you that, you should at least know <laughs> that okay. that was him. Yeah. Um, so I was a little bit, I was a little bit, yeah. How does he, how does he get there? Um, also he has the book again, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so we had an entire movie that was about winter soldier that not once was the book in it (laughs) or mentioned in it. Was it? Yeah. The, that book book was not in winter soldier or the series. The words were. Okay. You knew that there were a set of words that triggered him into this state of him being controlled. But I don't think we actually saw the book with the red the red book with the star. Well, I think they had a book that they're reading. Mm. At, at one yeah, point. You, you just didn't know it had the star on it. Yeah, you just don't know what it is. Yeah. 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 I um uh, yes I I took issue with him being able to get in there with him not wearing the face of the other guy. I think the the EPG that's about to go off is like pretty convenient too. Timed perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, delivered delivered by a delivery man. Yeah. Well, he uh, got notification that it was delivered. So. Yeah. Amazon. But how many how many movie tropes have we seen through multiple films where someone f- fakes a badge or uh, creates a persona of a scientist who's not supposed to be there, who infiltrates the hospital and treats a patient or whatever? It's not that unbelievable that someone you know fakes credentials and gets into some no, sort is. of mental compound. It's, it's it happens still all unbelievable. The time. Okay, it but happens all this- the time. All right, but you can't use that as your logic to explain away a movie that doesn't make sense. You can't just say, well, it happens in movies, so it's cool in, yeah. in, in this universe. That, that is my reasoning. My bigger problem is that he's at the end, he's like, he's like I want to see an empire fall. Like He's doing all of this to 
see them fight with each other. Like I, like how many things had to go right to get that happening? We'll talk. We'll talk about that later. Okay. I'm gonna say I want to curb that because okay. that's like my ending note. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, he says the words to Bucky. Bucky escapes this little uh, cage thing. We get some really cool scenes throughout the building of him fighting. Uh, Tony has a little fingerless glove hand thing that he uses. Yep. Um, Super cool. Sharon, Black Widow, uh, and Black Panther. It's the watch glove. Yeah, the the watch <laughs> turns into it. Wasn't there like a, a Nintendo connecting thing that was the glove? It kind of reminded me of that. Power, power glove. glove. You t- you power glove. glove. Oh my power God. glove. Why would you bring that up? Rami is going to talk about this for fucking power 20 minutes. Maybe. Power it kind of reminded baby. me of like the power glove and he like stopped a bullet with it. And was like, oh, yeah. okay. Everybody says that that accessory exactly didn't it work. It totally worked. You just had All to right, have the Ronnie, right TV. Save it, save it, it for your right memoirs, TV please. And the right setup and that thing worked flawlessly. And the right wrist muscles, Rami. The right I love oh, the power glove. Yeah. Haters. Save yes. it for your memoir, Rami. Um, Sharon, Black Widow, Black Panther. We all get to see them take turns fighting Bucky. Yep. Not the same time, obviously, because that would make too much sense. They got to take turns. <laughs> sure. Uh, T'Challa is just as fucking badass out of his suit as he is in his suit. Dude, dude, dude is so much fun to watch fight and stuff. He is super fantastic to watch fight, and it's believable for some reason. I mean, when it's, yeah, it's hand to hand combat. I mean, like, doesn't he get thrown off the staircase, and Bucky starts running up the staircase, and then he just like meets him halfway up the stair? That was awesome. He like uh, he 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 totally rebounds from his mistakes, and it's it's very believable. I really like that. Yeah. Um, after all this, we get. Hey, you know what wasn't believable? When Bucky falls through the little hole, and then T'Challa jumps down to the bottom floor, and nobody's there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what else is not believable? Pulling a helicopter with your arms. Pulling the helicopter with your arms. Oh, Although that that's one of the awesome. most that's one of the most famous scenes in MCU. That was is awesome. Oh my holding God. on and holding the helicopter. You he didn't sees, like that scene? You see his beefy ass muscles, and it's pretty hot. I'm pretty sure it wasn't believable. I'm pretty sure Bernie jerked off to it. That was a fantastic scene. Holy crap. I can't believe you're talking negative about that. Skay, what did you think of Captain America holding a helicopter Um, with his arm? Pretty unbelievable. Um, (laughs) Although, I mean, it's Cap, and Cap honestly has gotten stronger over the movies. He has gotten way better from Captain America 1 to Physically stronger, yeah. And everything, you As know. An the, actor. And it's well, he, not like it's not like it was easy. You could clearly see the struggle. I mean, he it's boxed not, a lot, Skay. It's Remember not like it was. Right. It's not like it was super easy. And Bucky was trying to maneuver out of it, and then decided to commit and just try to sever him with the helicopter blade. Yeah, I thought that was way cooler than the the holding the <laughs> helicopter scene. The fact that. Bucky was like, "All right, fuck it," and then he just turns the helicopter and tries to cut his head off with the blades. Yeah, that was oh man, that scene's great. 
By the way, I like that he changed his grip from overhand to underhand. So oh, you the body step in there. Super sick. to the gun show. Super sick, man. Um, Zemo's at an airport watching the coverage that uh, they cannot find Bucky or Captain America, the news is saying. He's listening to a voicemail um, from his wife. We don't know why, but he is at this point. Well, we knew that his. Did we know at this point that his wife died? No, no, we don't. Okay. Whoopsies. I mean, his wife's probably alive. It was Spoiler probably just a normal. Alert. It was probably just a normal voice. I mean, at that point, I thought that you know he was just on this secret mission to destroy the Avengers, and his wife was thinking he was on a business trip. So I did not assume that they were dead. Um. Yeah. So I just, you know, he's listening to a voicemail from his family because they think he's just some sort of oil tycoon and he's literally trying to destroy the Avengers. Yeah, in my notes, well, I just say he's listening to a voicemail from a lady. Yeah, so. sure. Yo, he might be a baron. I'm just I'm just guessing right now. He could be a baron. He could also be a colonel in a Green Beret-esque <laughs> um, Sokovian army. Now, Bernie, you said <laughs> that you be, were going to... You said you were going to pay attention to this movie very closely because you wanted to see if there was they ever didn't. if there was ever a scene. Oh, that's cap- that's, that's uh, spoilers for a show that we're <laughs> okay. not going to talk about. All right, all right. I just wanted to but make to sure answer you your question that. without any context. Uh, they didn't show anything. Okay, good. <laughs> that's it. Um, <laughs> this is the next scene. Is the scene that we saw at the end credits of Ant Man. Yes. With Bucky's okay. I couldn't remember if it was Ant Man or Ultron that had Bucky's arm in the um like the vice thing. That was awesome. Um the we, first time they ever have an after credit scene be in the movie, like word for word too, which is No, it was exactly taken from this yeah. This yeah. scene was just which, put in an after credit scene. Yeah. Which didn't make sense when you saw it. During but it but it makes sense now. No, no, I'm saying like you you saw it during Ant Man, and then like like halfway through this movie, you're like they showed again. Like why are you showing <laughs> us again? Yeah, no, I yeah I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it, it didn't make sense that that was the end credit scene. Yeah, no, I agree. Because they made um, it seem like he was searching for him and like, hey, I found him and captured him, but that's not what yeah. happened. For the guys that know more than me about this kind of stuff, is there is there a backstory to why it's Bucky's arm? He just loses it, so they give him a new fancy one, or is it like, is there something oh. about like why the arm is special? Or comic Bucky dies by jumping onto a plane that's <laughs> that's leaving, and the plane's about to blow up, and his arm's like stuck, so he can't like release it. And then you think he blows up with the plane, like Cap's holding onto it. Cap falls into the water, but Bucky can't fall off with him. He's like he's like stuck trying to break into this plane. Um, and then you later find out that it just blew up his arm. <laughs> okay, comic it's, I logic. Think, I but. thought it, I, it's interesting that uh, it's his arm, and then um, like so much of. Uh, Iron Man is his arm too. Like it's like shooting and coming, and he does a lot of stuff with like his fist. I just mm-hmm. thought it was interesting that it was kind of like a parallel between like the guy with the good arm and the guy with the bad arm. I don't know. I mean, they do There's something about the arms. They sh- they do show Bucky being recovered in Winter Soldier, right? 
from yeah, the when train. he falls when he falls yeah. off the train, the 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 fall that happened was the point where his arm was severed. Yeah. So that so I guess was he just like fell on his shoulder and like just destroyed all the bone to the point because, where he lost the arm. Yeah, because when when Steve saves him in Captain America, the first movie, he's already been experimented on. So he has uh, uh, the ability to fall from a train and still survive. But his arm did not. So that's that's in the movie universe where his arm was was taken away from him when he fell Wait, off the what? train. Bucky was experimented on before that. No, he wasn't. Didn't when Steve saved him in Captain America no. one, he'd already been experimented no, on. No, he was experimented no. on after no. they pick him up from, from laying in the, fucking on no. the snow. So then, how did he survive the the, the fall from the train? <laughs> exactly. I thought that he'd already been at least injected with something, no. or or experimented with some sort of serum because you can't survive that. It was <laughs> cold, so maybe he was it. like, by the time he got. To landing, he was already like in a cold state of, of cryogenic. <laughs> or, but no. remember, so then he was already, they just melted him. No, remember this is it? ridiculous. He couldn't survive that. Cap could clearly survive being frozen no, no, for no, no, no. 60 years. Wait, wait, wait. So, it, just real quick, just real, I'm not going to harp on this, I swear. But in Captain America 1, when he first finds Bucky, he's in like a trance. He's trying to snap him out of it, like, Bucky, Bucky, it's me. What were they doing to him? Nothing. Mm -hmm. They were doing something. Him. They were torturing him. I thought they like started the injections of some sort of serum or Maybe some they sort did. of like because he did. was he, he was clearly in some sort of trance or some sort of. They uh, might have. You might I be. Took you it might as torture. Right. I took it as torture, though. I don't know if they ever say, but you might be right. Yeah, because that's how I thought he survived. He doesn't show any ball. super strength or anything, and at that point he would have. No, and maybe it was just the beginning stages, like they were starting the experimentation, and they had like just given him enough where he could survive. Well, I don't know if you noticed, like but when Cap gets his, he's immediately bigger. <laughs> yeah, but that was and stronger. That was infused in a controlled environment on purpose. Like I, I don't know if the enemy has those that type of technology available to them. So they were trying to use black market. What do you mean? Strategies. Red Skull was the first super soldier. Immediate. They do. I mean, they inject people with super soldier stuff, and they immediately get their powers in yeah, all and, sorts and of Dwayne, movies. Rami he was the first super soldier, and his face melted. No, Rami. They inject people, and they get powers immediately throughout right. lots of movies. Iron Man just, three. They do that. They do it in. Um, that show that we're not supposed to be talking about. <laughs> no, this I, is a scene where we learn that there's more of them too, right? That yes, they use yes, the other five blue things in the, on topic. In the all right, all right. Of the car. Go ahead, go ahead. Why are you not my co-host? You actually try. I like this. Uh, so, um, where have those other four people been? This like since 1991. Uh, and we find out. Activated yet? We Frozen. find out. We see him. Uh, we see him later. Yeah. Um, this is where we see the angle from the security camera that's on a random tree in the middle of nowhere in a forest. <laughs> um, Connect the Wi-Fi backup. <laughs> this is where we also find. No, there's just a really long coax cable that's leading to uh, a bunker somewhere. <laughs> it's like it's like a one mile long coax cable. Uh. This is where we find out those blue bags are the super serum. Mm -hmm. um, they inject oh. a whole bunch of people and they have them trained by fighting each other. 
And I like that when Why they you say Osuke? The- well, that's honestly from like kind of that first scene of the movie. That was my shit. Like, uh, what's in these blue bags? What is this? I don't. I didn't really understand what that was. That and was I li- like a big reveal for me. Yeah, I like when they show that they're um, injecting it into these experimental patients that they're going through agony. Um, because remember, in the first Captain America movie. Um, they really harp on the fact that Steve is a good person at heart and that um, they chose him because of his morals and his outstanding values and blah, blah, blah. But the drug actually enhances that. Yeah, it enhances that. So these people who are getting injected with the super soldier serum who are like really bad people are going through agony to get to the point where Steve was. So his transition was more you know, even keel and, and, and just, you know, uh, he's in a chamber and oh, his muscles grow. He wasn't screaming in pain. These other guys who are assholes get injected with the serum and now they're, they're in pain and they're going through agony. I thought that was really cool. But they also became bigger assholes and they became even bigger assholes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it enhances your, your human nature. Like if you are a jerk, you're going to be even more of a jerk. And uh, I thought that was great. I, I I just wonder if we'll ever see this again, though. I don't know. We'll see. Yep. Um, yep. Thunderbolt Ross gives Tony thirty six hours to bring in Cap and Bucky, or else they're going to send in special ops team. Oh man, we get into my favorite scene. Um, <laughs> because watching all these movies we know how effective special ops teams are against these characters so it's only logical that that threat would work we're getting to some good stuff boys and and girls <laughs> so there's one more there's one more scene and then i mute, i had stopped it to get delivery and I literally the next note that I have here in all caps is, oh, my God, there's another fucking hour of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But right here are my notes. By the way, we're fly. two hours into this podcast. It's we're going to start flying through this stuff. Um, Black Widow says we're under man right now. Tony says it'd be great if we had a Hulk. Any chance? She says, you really think he'd be on your side? And he said no, which yep. is actually really big of Tony to admit that. Yeah, it is. Um, I agree. So he's so he says they each have an idea of who to get. Hers is downstairs. Tony says his is in Queens. Skay, who do you think is in Queens? Did you know who was in? Did you know who was in Queens when you first? I did not know who was in Queens. No, I did Uh, not expect that. Hurts my heart. That hurts my heart. Dude, how cool is it that Skay watched this movie and did not know who was in Queens? How (laughs) awesome is that? I wasn't expecting it at all. That's so that's so sick. Like because how long did it take you to realize it was Spider Man? Like when you saw the Scrawny Kid stuff, you Yeah. When the kid like comes in the door. Can I also say Peter helped you? Marissa Tomei is really attractive. She's hot. Yeah, of course. Still, still. She held up. Well, they make no reference of that, so no, thanks for pointing that out anything at all about it. (laughs) But they mention it in a really smart way. Like the the jokes they kind of lay in there are very well done, very well done. I disagree. I want the Aunt May from the comics that is <laughs> no, constantly no, almost no, no, dying. No. This is way better. The it's one that's better. constantly almost dying that Peter has to like 
worry about all the time. That's the one I want. <laughs> you guys have a guess for the other Spider-Man movie already? Because I will. I like that movie too. Uh, I, I think we do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll have to look. Uh, but yes, it is Spider-Man. Uh, Tony convinces Aunt May that he's given Spider-Man some sort of grant to have him work with him. Um, okay, real quick. Skay, have you seen the other Spider-Man movies? No, I have not. I haven't seen any Spider-Mans at all. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you're, in for a, you're in for a treat, sir. You yeah, need to watch no. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, don't go watch. watch any of them. Just stay where you are. <laughs> no, no. The first, the first two Sam Raimi ones are great. They're okay. No, you need to watch... <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man two, and then watch Spider-Man oh, three. No, 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 no! Don't watch <laughs> any of that. And then nope. you'll be fine. I will say this is the this... best iteration of Spider-Man. I don't care who you are. This is the best Spider-Man ever. I I put that, Dwayne. I said Tom Holland is immediately Peter Parker. His acting is off the charts. It's off the charts that you can introduce a character this quick into this universe and immediately believe, wow, that's Spider-Man. Holy crap. Can't believe it. They did it. It's it's unreal. Unreal. What were you going to say, Skip? I was going to say, this is probably my favorite, like, kind of interpersonal interaction scene. I have a couple scenes, you know, that are probably my favorite that are more action, fighting and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But like the the interaction here between uh, Spider Man and Iron Man back in Peter's bedroom, it, it's this is a great scene. It's funny. It's good. It's like classic Tony Stark right here, like the cocky, arrogant bastard coming mm-hmm. in. Hey, kid, here's how it is, you know. And I, I really enjoyed this part right here. I one of my favorite things I liked about this is. He kind of asks him like how he got his powers, and then um, Peter starts to tell him, and he and then Tony like interrupts him. You know, he doesn't let him explain <laughs> about the spider and all that shit because we know that we've seen that a million times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like we don't we don't have to like we can move yeah. on. Like it's like get to the important stuff here, um, which I thought was was really cool. Dude, the, um, the, the scene where he, he asks him, "Go ahead." Even the the web. Fluid or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, like, uh, who who makes this? Like the tensile strength. He's like, I made it. He's like, okay. How, then he asks <laughs> him how you. He asks him how he climbs on walls, and Peter's about to explain how he, you know, got yeah. the spider, all that shit, and he just interrupts him. Dude, the fact that he finds his computer equipment in the garbage is just that's 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 so. I mean, that's so in line with this character. Um, he doesn't have a lot of money. He works part-time at a pizza joint, um, and he's just trying to do the best he can to be a neighborhood superhero. Hey, 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 hey. You're talking about Spider-Man 2. That he work at a pizza place? Yeah. he's where He comes in wearing a pizza shirt from, from his job. I don't think he works at a pizza place. I mean, he's clearly wearing a pizza shirt from the place where he works. Maybe he just really likes pizza. I'm okay. almost positive he doesn't have a job. <laughs> Pretty sure he does. No, I'm almost positive. Anyway, anyway. the most <laughs> important thing about this is Tony asks him why he's doing it. He wants to gauge him to see if he wants this kid to join 
his team because it is wildly irresponsible for Tony to pick a child who has no experience to be part of his fight against <laughs> the biggest superheroes. Correct. The but they are trying to show you that he's in, I mean, the, the YouTube clip that he shows him, I mean, he, he stops a car with his bare hands. I know, but the important thing is Peter says, not when you can do not the things, what you can do, but why you do it. Yeah. We, when you do the things we can, but you don't, and then bad things happen. They happen because of you. Um, Wait, that, R.I.P. Uncle Ben. What? It also sounds a little like Captain America. I thought it sounded less like he would be on Tony's team and more like he would be on Steve's team when he said that. <laughs> I I agree with you, but when you're when you're that young and you have someone as iconic as Tony Stark in your apartment offering you. Uh, the riches of the world, you're just going to agree with whatever he says. Yep. Rob, yeah. Rami would suck his dick, is what he said. <laughs> Clearly, he already has been. <laughs> Clearly, Tony is grooming him in this scene, and you know, <laughs> he's gonna get Spider Man in his good graces here, even though Spider Man should be on the other side, right? Um, but yeah, my favorite bit, right, is right at the end, Spider Man shoots the little web at the door gets tony's hand stuck there yeah. and you know they they agree or whatever and then hey get me out of this you know <laughs> the, the acting in this is is it, phenomenal it's, it's like it, that's just like man that's robert downey jr tony stark just hammer get me out of this it's also but, tom holland yeah. though. But, but this scene is is the scene that Tom Holland had to act with, um, uh, with actual Robert Downey Jr. there in order for him to win the part. This was the scene that he had to go over with um, Robert Downey before Marvel said, "Okay, you got the part, kid." So this is the scene. To that level to be able you to act Sony. up. What? You mean Sony? To... What do you mean Sony? Sony See, owns the right to Spider-Man. Do you okay? So did Sony cast Tom Holland or did Disney? I imagine it was a joint because effort. they yeah. because Tom Holland has told the story that when he did not know that Robert Downey was going to be there to read these lines with him, and when he showed up, he got really nervous and said, "This is my <laughs> moment. If I mess this up, I'm done forever." And he nailed it. And hey. Robert Downey told him at the end, he goes, "Dude, you nailed that kid." Speaking of casting. Clint casts a trick on Vision when he goes to rescue Wanda from the Avengers compound. Sure. By lighting something on fire outside. Um, Does he know Hawkeye was going to be in this movie? uh, We hadn't seen him as of yet, but we've seen him in all the other previous Avengers efforts, so why the hell wouldn't he be here? I know he's supposed to be retired, but... Yeah, things don't matter. Yeah. Um, so he tricks Vision to go check to see what the fire is about. Goes to rescue Wanda. He sets that little trap for him for when he knows he's going to come back through the window. Um, and then fucking Wanda sends him to the depths of hell. <laughs> <laughs> to the center yes. of the earth. <laughs> Dude, that was uh, that was awesome. That was great. Wanda, I have in my notes, Wanda buries Vision. Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, she just just yeah. uh, through the bottom floor, through the basement, like at least a quarter mile into the earth. 
But He's way down there. It's also a cool scene where like Clint's doing all this stuff and he's like, you know you can't beat me. He's like, yeah, I know. But she can. Yeah, but and she then can. she just yeah. buries him. F's him up. Was Clint um, at Avengers headquarters at the end of the other movie where they were going to go train? No. no. He was retiring. No. He was retiring. So when, did he, when did he and Wanda get all like buddy buddy he, he got called by cap to come save her yeah this yeah. just right now because wanda's going but stir crazy he, he also moment. had she a connection with uh quicksilver oh the yeah. brother uh, yeah yeah but remember that, that uh, uh tony revealed to steve that wanda's being kept there um held there beyond her own control because he's afraid that she's a danger and that's when Steve decided, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is why I'm not going to sign this accord. Um, Do you know who else had a connection? Vision? Falcon and Bucky. <laughs> we get to kind of see that dynamic start to... Uh, yeah. I wonder if yeah. that, that pans out or not. Yeah, I wonder if that... I wonder <laughs> if they make some sort of show about it. It sucks so bad we can't talk about that. <laughs> uh, it's not relevant it, to this Robbie. movie or this timeline. Um, so we get that funny scene of uh, Sharon Carter stealing the wings and the shield back. They swap some spit. And, uh, Why? Why? Because they they're both hot. Well, yeah, one's a really old hot. dude, but they're both, I was going to say young and hot, but that's we're both not attractive. <laughs> we're both attractive, so we're in love. That's the Marvel's uh, experience for love. That's his niece, so. It's not his niece. It well, it would have been if he would have gotten with could the girl. It could well, it depends be what timeline we're on, that's, too. Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier during the funeral scene. Every cloud has a silver lining. And now <laughs> that Peggy's gone, it opens the door to the knees. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I was like, why did, why did I need to make out? Yeah, but I guess it was a, a box that we hadn't checked yet in this particular well, movie. They did Make it out. so you could Check. you get you can get the scene where Sam and Bucky like are smiling, like grinning at yeah. him. Yeah, it was that was the funniest part of the movie. Captain Is that America's... when they get in the in the mm-hmm. car and he's like, "We move or shoot up." Yeah, yeah, dude, that all that I, was just awesome. By the way, I wonder if that comes back later. Oh yeah. Too. Dude, when, they, when you see Falcon and Bucky nodding their heads in approval, uh-huh. like, yeah, dude, Cap's the man. That was the best. That was the best. Do you know what's not the best? Decision. Evacuating the airport. Paul Rudd. Well, yeah. But before that, Paul Rudd picking Captain America's side. We spent the entire Ant-Man movie of him wanting to spend time with his daughter trying to turn his life around, like not get in trouble anymore. And then he picks the side that is making him a criminal. <laughs> yeah, but he, had to, he had to be on Falcon's side because they had already made the connection. Yep, that's literally the only reason. Like he's giving <laughs> up everything he cared about, which is all he cares about is his daughter. I want to spend the rest of my time with my daughter. You know, <laughs> I was in jail and I missed all this stuff and like I'm never doing that again. That's Ant Man. This one Instantly picks a side that makes him a criminal and go to jail. Doesn't make any yeah, fucking it's, sense. It's, hold on, hold it's on, a, hold it's on. It's a character flaw. Skay, what are you trying? I... Oh, great! It's Ant Man. That's my note. <laughs> oh, great, Ant Man. All right. 
Uh, oh my uh, gosh, that didn't get a very high rating. <laughs> not for me. Not for me. No. All right, let's let's I'm power through this because we got this airport scene of thirty minutes of people fighting, quipping, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so they empty the airport <laughs> out for no reason other than they needed these teams of heroes to fight each other in a big open space and not kill anyone, which was pretty smart. But destroy a lot of shit. But yeah, have <laughs> explosions of stuff. Uh, we get to see Spider-Man in his suit as he webs the shield. Some Again. funny interactions of, you know. And he calls him Underoos. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Scene. Awesome scene. I was like, did he just say underoos and had to rewind it? Underoos. Underoos. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I like that he takes like the shield and he's like, hey, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has some funny lines. He like salutes he is, Captain America. <laughs> he, he literally saved the next 40 minutes of the movie for me because I hate hero on hero fights. You're a fucking superhero. You're a fucking superhero. Like, why are we fighting for this long? Just have a conversation, maybe. And without his humor, I would have been like, fast forward, can we fast forward this part? That's yeah. Me. See, Kellen, I feel like the same way, but for a totally different reason. It's a superhero versus superhero fight, and they should just use their fucking powers and like Vision and Wanda could end this fight in five seconds. Everybody else is dead. <laughs> and it's just those two left. But then Ant-Man we wouldn't get jumps. individual quips of everyone. As I know. I hate that. <laughs> it's like, uh, Ant-Man jumps in a Tony suit and is like running around real little pulling like plugs out and stuff. Just mm-hmm. get big in the suit and destroy his suit entirely. And like he's, he's out of the fight. Done. Game over. Ant-Man oh, man. beats I Iron Man. I can't wait for future movies. <laughs> I would like to have an entire podcast that tells you why each person picked each side. Because I really think somebody just played some darts and was like, oh, who's on Captain's team? This person, this person, and this person. Like, well, there was no backstory into why they chose what they chose. It was very arbitrary. I wrote, let's have a whole podcast about it. Yeah, but with, without Wanda, Cap was fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? Captain's like, team has been like Captain's team for the most part. He's got that core, like he's got Falcon yeah. with him. There's Bucky yeah, there, you know. Fucking Hawkeye, like, what the well, fuck is he gonna do? Uh, I well, don't know. Saying, like, yeah. Without yeah. Wanda, he was. Screwed. He can stop Vision with his arrows. <laughs> or, I was briefly, I was happy to briefly see. at least. I was happy to see that Ant-Man's rules still don't make sense for his powers. And <laughs> he doesn't actually re- retain the mass whenever he gets small, like he's supposed to. But he, <laughs> he can he can walk in Tony's suit and not weigh 180 pounds like he's supposed to whenever he gets small. That same fucking bullshit. That he can throw a truck a water or a, a truck that a gas truck or whatever that truck is supposed to maintain its mass, even though it's small. So him being able to pick up a fucking truck just makes no sense. Dude, you guys are focusing on too much of the negative. (laughs) That's the rules of the one. That's the rules of this podcast. That's the rules of the fucking Ant-Man movie that they made themselves. When, when, when the winter soldier threw his metal arm at Spider-Man and he caught it barehanded and like, Bent his arm back. He's like, wow, you got a metal arm? That was so freaking cool. 
I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. That shows you how powerful Spider-Man is. He caught his arm with his bare fist and bent his arm backwards and said, whoa, what is this? So sick. I don't care what anyone says. That was awesome. He's assisted, Disgusting. I think, by Tony's new awesome. suit, though. Doesn't Tony's matter. new suit is helping. That was, it was made within minutes. I yeah. saw that in the movie theater, and I said, holy shit, that is so freaking awesome. You've said that about Spider-Man's the man, dude. Made. He's the man. He's the man in this movie. It was the best, the best. I also no- noted that uh, Spider-Man's like, I'm from Queens, and uh, Cap's Cap like, Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn, and I was like, I bet that meant more back in Cap's day to be from Brooklyn than to be from Brooklyn now, because he like doesn't like craft beer and have a wicked yeah. beard. Like, oh, you like you like cold brew coffee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have chickens on your rooftop like that's it, i mean that's just, I, I was like i bet that was more badass back in cap day than it is now. there's not a whole lot to say about this 40 fucking minutes oh god yeah i mean it's 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 for fanfare i mean yeah. they even they even kind of mention it when black widow and hawkeye are fighting they're like are we still friends are we really fighting here or is this just for show so it's kind of tongue-in-cheek type of stuff yeah black widow um Helps Cap and Bucky escape on the Quinjet thing. Yep. Um, By shocking. Yeah, Black. <laughs> I, one of my notes is Black Panther is really weak to Black Widow's little electric dart thing. <laughs> he just keeps like walking straight well, forward into them. Yeah, but he. Like he dodges Hawkeye's arrows earlier in the fight, right? <laughs> but this this little electric dart on her arm, like he can't figure out how to get around it. He, <laughs> he gets he hit takes, by three or four. Yeah, in a row. I was gonna say he takes it. Maybe he had like a, a laser on it, and he's a cat, so he like has to. So they're flying away. Tony and Rhodes take after him. Falcon takes after them. Vision shoots his little head laser. Falcon dodges it, hits Rhodes in the chest piece. He falls about 200 feet to his yep. death. He is dead. <laughs> the Iron Patriot suit does not have a parachute. Question yeah. mark? Uh, you, you, you know, we, we established this, though. There's like little airbags within the suit. Yeah, you guys had this whole conversation <laughs> on Iron Man 3. What would happen if someone in an Iron Man suit fell to their death and landed on the ground. Well, oh, here's thought. what happens. You <laughs> you are paralyzed. There you for, go. For 20 minutes of a movie in the next movie, you're fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this is what happened. You guys asked that question, and Rhodes fell free fall into the ground, and he <laughs> was paralyzed. Marvel movies can't have actual consequences. But I'm just saying, you guys <laughs> asked the question, and it was answered. Your your yeah, question was nothing, answered. Nothing happens. No, no it think, does happen. He's clearly struggling at the end of the movie it. to walk. He's clearly struggling for five minutes. Okay, but and then the next the movie, movie he's fine. But you don't know that right now. You don't know that right now. You see okay, him struggling we do to find walk that out, right now. And we know that this movie has no consequences. We That's know not, that this. Well, you don't know that at this moment. <laughs> Tell me, Bill. You know he's not dead. Therefore, there's no. At this moment, Rhodey is is very hurt. He's alive. He's struggling he's alive. to walk. He's alive. Okay. Well, whatever. You got your question answered, and you're still hating. 
Tommy <laughs> builds him magic legs, like from Forrest Gump. You know, it helps yeah, him. No consequences. But he was movie. he was struggling to even use the magic legs. They weren't working like At perfectly. Time, he wasn't like jogging upright. For fuck's like, sake, man! It's rehab. Give him a couple months. He'll be better. Yeah, you know, yeah who else is jogging? The dead guy in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. I just, I just thought that was I thought you guys would actually praise that scene because you had a whole Iron Man three diatribe about what would happen if someone fell in their suit and splatted on the ground and they actually explain it and they would still, you still hate it you still hate they it they would fucking die they would die <laughs> well he was really that doesn't explain why he's very injured he was very explain why he's not dead. He was very injured. I mean, he's very, very injured. Does not explain why he's not. Iron Man dead. takes off his mask and his face is all like, bloody, and he, he can't literally walk. like it was like. <laughs> yeah, like, he's fucking. I mean, dead. he's he's very injured. <laughs> I feel like he could have at least had like one of those hat umbrellas, like uh, Inspector Gadget, <laughs> would have like at least slowed him down a little bit. There should have been something. Or like a uh, like a beanie cap with a propeller on the top that yeah. would slow him down a little. Or, or maybe answer this maybe question. The, Why uh, the superhero roll when he hit the ground? He'd Why see maybe Rhodey doesn't have that down. Why have the scene and not kill him? Why just injure him for one 15 minutes of a movie? Because I want to see him to come back for 10 in more the movies, sequels, man. Dude. I don't want him to die. Why do not why do you not because want you to don't kill want him? Because I don't want movie. because I don't want him to die. That's why. I don't want him to die. I would like to see Rhodey in future movies. There you go. You There's my answer. No, I do want consequences. There are no, you, consequences. you just said you don't you don't I want just consequences don't want of this, this particular character. To die. What are the consequences of this giant? Then why don't you in the kill FDF Iron War? Man at the end of the film? Why don't you just kill him? Why? What are the consequences of the Civil War? Why did this movie happen at all? That's yeah. we're not to that part of my. What notes are the consequences yet, of Bernie? this movie? <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, what, yeah, what are the consequences of any mess. of the shit that happens? Nothing. There's no. There's nothing. no reason for this movie. Nothing. At the end of the day, this movie means nothing to the plot overall. It's nothing. It's a big fucking nothing. And it was, and it was a buildup over the last eight movies, too. Like, not just Bernie on the podcast. Like, they've been building it up with, like, other nothing. undertones. And nothing, nothing matters in this movie. Nothing from this movie matters. I'm going to break at my the computer. <laughs> By the way, Go ahead. Tell me what matters at the end of this movie. Bernie's going to give this a good rating, just FYI. <laughs> I'll give it an okay rating. It won't Go be ahead, bad. Rami. Tell me It'll something that matters. Standard. Something of consequence <laughs> that comes out of this movie. Uh, name me something of consequence that happens in a lot of Marvel movies where they don't have consequences. I just said none of them have any consequences. <laughs> There's, dude, the, the consequence is uh, it's shown you in, in an Infinity War and Endgame. There's some major characters. I'm just saying ahead. that things happen to. It just hasn't got to that point yet. They're not trying to establish ultimate consequence. They're trying to show you that there's a divide between Captain America and Iron Man, and they have to repair their relationship. Fight each other. Superheroes' consequences are that a lot of innocent people are dying, and that people are getting frustrated with their uh, superhero ways. It doesn't matter because they continue their superhero ways. The fact that they don't kill War Machine is is not a huge deal. I like his character. I don't want him to There would be consequences to this little battle that they just had. Instead, you just get left with a battle where nothing happens. So what? Why does something have to happen in this one battle? Who tells you? Why have the battle? 
No, the reason the you're saying that something has to happen in this battle is because it happens in the comic book. Giant Man dies. I don't give a fuck well, about in this com- movie, he doesn't. So what? Big deal. In this movie, no one dies. It doesn't matter. Giant Man doesn't die in the comics. Goliath dies in the comics. Ryan. Goliath. I'm sorry. You're right. Goliath. Not Giant Man. You're right. I misspoke. But yes, yeah, someone dies in the comics. Oh Nobody dies in this one. So who Oh, cares? you know who does die? <laughs> the original psychiatrist in the bathtub. Oh, yeah, there you oh, go. That's that dies. New master of segways. <laughs> Bernie, you're going to be replaced here shortly, I think. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, there are no consequences. Rami's wrong. Tony's new no. AI finds out. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> who Helmut Zemo is. He's Sokovian special ops dude. Oh my god, I said that. Wouldn't that be cool if he was? Mm-hmm. Uh, Imagine that. And he also finds out that the Winter the Soldier... Did, 30 seconds. Yeah, he didn't... He finds out that the Winter Soldier didn't blow up the UN. It was just him dressed up like him. <laughs> Zemo's breaking into an old Hydra base. This is where we see all the other super soldiers suspended in the yellow goo. Did the one not look like Superman? The one of them did not look like Henry, whatever his name is, Henry Cavill. Cavill. It did. I I thought that too. So confused. I was like, "Why is Superman in this movie?" I thought. (laughs) I thought thought that he looked like him. Also, I wrote that down in my notes. He looks like Superman. Um, Tony visits all of Cap's team in the underwater prison thing. Astrodome. Yep. Um, Very good. Just to have Sam tell him where Cap is so he can follow along. T'Challa tails Tony in a stealth plane that Tony can't hear. <laughs> that's right like 30 feet below him. But um, Tony but Tony tells Sam that he was wrong. I thought that was a good scene. He's like, I messed up. Yeah, because Bucky didn't actually blow up the UN. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying he did admits that he was wrong. Yep. I, I like that All scene. Right. No yeah. consequences. Sorry. Whoopsies. <laughs> I like that scene. Can we talk about the helicopter button? That's pretty badass, though. Push the button, they, and then the suit yeah, put your finger in. Yeah, you. I swear they start these movies by all right. What's a cool way we can get Tony to put his suit on? Yeah, and then they build great. scenes around that. Good. That was <laughs> every awesome. movie. There's a different cool way of him putting his suit on. Dude, he puts his finger in a hole, and his suit just envelopes around <laughs> it. That was sick. Wait, how many? How many? Can you say that holes again? You have to put a finger in before he found it. Like, One yeah. hole. It was like a cigarette lighter. Just boom. He tested very a few out about the holes that, that Tony fingered in the suit. It was it was great. That was awesome. Yeah. T- but I want to talk. I mean, when you get to it, I want to talk about the super soldier scene where he infiltrates his Hydra base and all these suspended animation soldiers are there. I want to talk about that. Okay. That's where we are. Okay, well, I'm just saying, like the 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 audience is watching this and just assuming, right, that Zemo's going to infiltrate this Hydra base and reactivate these soldiers. I mean, that's what, I'm assuming that's what we all thought that there's going to be a Captain America Iron Man fight against a bunch of evil super soldiers. Is that what mm-hmm. you guys were yep. kind of going towards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what actually happened? Not that. No, head. not that at all. And I thought that was really good writing. And I was very shocked watching that for the first time. I'm like, huh, that's actually really smart. I, just, I was thinking, why did we have this particular part of this plot? 
<laughs> yeah, they're so pointless to this story. Like, uh, the super okay. soldiers do not need to take out the super soldiers, and nothing changes. Yeah, he yeah. just shot him. He just shot him all in the head, and and he even says to the heroes, he's like, "What you think I was gonna reanimate these guys? Are you crazy? I hate them just as much as you." They so, needed a reason for him to kill Tony's dad. So they said, "All right, well, let's make the reason be him transferring super soldier serum." So then we have these super soldiers, even though they don't really matter to the story, and then we'll just kill them in yellow goo, and they do nothing. I thought that was an awesome scene. That's a instead of a Chekhov's gun, that's a, a red herring right there. <laughs> uh, 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 we could yes. we could have saved forty. No, we could have saved twenty four minutes of this movie by not having that part of the easily. Play. I that's I was talking to Deuce before the podcast here, our our other stat boy, and. Um, he, that's exactly what I said to him. You could have easily cut 20, 30 minutes of this movie yeah. and it would have been the same or, thing. Or what they should have probably done is made this two different movies if you're going to do that kind of stuff. This could easily be two different movies. Yeah. Because the Zemo stuff is so far separated from a lot of the Civil War stuff until the very last like 10 minutes where they kind of tie it in and like you figure out he was kind of behind it. <laughs> An empire that crumbles from within is dead forever. Yeah. He's kind of behind it, but the events would have happened probably anyway. Right. Like he, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Tony would have seen a video of what transpired because but Steve Kat, was Kat trying knew to about help. it. Yeah. Kat yeah. Knew. Steve was going to never going to tell him, but they were already fractioning before that. Yeah. Like, they were fighting. They had the fucking airport scene before he found out that Bucky killed his parents. I what know. Are you talking about, you didn't need it. But then they had kind of a reconciliation. Like Iron Man realized he was wrong. He yeah, comes your movie. over. He comes over here to help Cap, and then boom, here's, here's the video. Movie two is oh shit, Tony finds out of your parents Bucky dying. His parents, which uh... to me again, to me again, was a very uh, surprising scene because unlike uh, Bernie, who says he solved the whole movie in the first 10 minutes, I didn't know that that was going to happen. I didn't know that Bucky killed his parents. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was a very cool surprise. Dwayne, did you know that that was going to happen? Probably. I was on the edge. Like, like obviously this is very, meaningful scene they keep showing it over and over so it, it had something to do with something but i don't know if i connected the dots. you know yeah I, I i didn't i didn't connect the dots and like right. on the grainy videotape tony's like i know that road oh well at, at when, now you're right when tony said i know that road then i started saying oh crap his parents are in that car uh, i got it then but up to that point i didn't associate that car crash with his that, parents being in that car that seems really brilliant because you can feel the tension building as tony's watching it as you see bucky like put his head down as cap is like oh shit like tony's yeah. gonna lose his mind any second and it just builds and builds and builds um and but, and it doesn't end with yelling or screaming or how dare you do this to me. It's just acceptance. Like Iron Man just kind of just nods like, okay, 
well, this then, then you both are dead. Um, I don't care what <laughs> yeah, explanation. No, say, what are you talking about? Like, you you said acceptance. Uh, maybe like momentary acceptance and then absolute rejection. Yeah, that's like, what yeah. It's, it's like, like he what doesn't he doesn't about? yell to the clouds while it's raining, like uh he just he just puts his head down. He's like, All right, I don't care what the explanation is, is you both are gonna die. And I I just thought I that, that was I don't a really think cool he thing. said you I, I don't see him saying he was just ready to kill Bucky. Yeah, but if the Sokovia Accords would have said he couldn't kill Bucky, he was ready to sign them. Yep. <laughs> How your allegiances change the table, when your parents are dead. The consequences of those accords have been removed. Removed. <laughs> there are no consequences in these movies. <laughs> this, honestly, this next this fight scene is my favorite scene in the movie. Like it's fucking brutal and raw. And I wrote. Looks like some kids are playing Super Smash Brothers with Cat, Bucky, yeah. and Tony. Yeah. Oh, Hitting I, all of the buttons at once. I yeah. love it. I they love even it. have the platforms that they have to climb and fight, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. This, this was my, definitely of all the fight scenes. There was a lot in this movie, but this was my favorite. Like, just, and, but, I mean, we can go through it a little bit, but at the end, the end is the best. The end is very good in this scene. No, well, this, before this, we get to that, it's all great. Yeah. Kellen mentioned Zemo's plan and the luck that happens for his plan. All right, and that's what I want to. I want to talk about that before we get into the end fight stuff. So, I have in my notes all the things that need to happen for Zemo's plan to work out. Okay, he needs to find the files that Black Widow uploaded. He found out that something happened in 1991, but he doesn't know what it is. So he keeps trying to go around and find the mission reports. Uh, he needs nobody to have ever seen the psychiatrist they use to evaluate criminals. <laughs> he needs that event. Cap, he needs Cap that event in 1991. Hold on. He needs that event in 1991 to happen to be Tony's parents' death. He needs that death to be caused by Bucky. He needs a camera to be able to capture that. Uh, he needs he needs Hydra to keep the footage and files of that, even though they said they need no witnesses and they need to bury this event. Uh, he needs he needs Captain America to go against all of his friends in favor of Bucky again, no matter what. Uh, he got lucky that Cat, Bucky, and Tony, all three follow them to Siberia. <laughs> right? Because Tony wouldn't really have a point to follow him to Siberia in Zemo's mind. Like, he probably knew that Captain America would figure it out and Bucky would figure out where he was going and go to Siberia. But to have Tony also go to Siberia, pure luck <laughs> that he figured it out. That, but that none of that's true. What do you mean none of it's true? Bernie... It what did he, he needs say? Tony there to see the footage in real time of Bucky killing his parents. I understand that you're saying those. There's no way he would have known Iron Man would have been in Siberia. But Black Widow released so much information from the databases that he said he had to go through a lot of it in order to find out what was going on behind the scenes. So 
this wasn't just one. a random luck of events that had to fall in place. No, for it was him. absolutely nothing but luck of how events. How much? How much data did he have to go? <laughs> he didn't know what happened in 1991. He didn't. He knew something Black happened. Release the information. She no. released. No, that's why he no. goes around asking mission reports because he didn't for fucking know what happened. 16. He didn't know what happened. That was his whole. He was trying to figure out what happened December 16, 1991. Yeah. All and right. that event just happened to be Bucky killing Tony's parents. All right, all right. Fair point. Okay. All of it was just a giant string of luck where he needed piece by piece by piece by piece to, to fucking happen flawlessly to get to the point of the end when he's bringing down the Empire, as Kellen said, from within. Because empires that are brought down by enemies rise from the ashes like a phoenix. Those that are brought down with from from within die forever. That's his whole motivation for the movie, right? Yeah, pretty much. But to get to that point is just an insane amount of events <laughs> that need to happen. Uh, that being said, they're, they're cool, one of my though. favorite one of my favorite villain motivations out of all the movies. Yeah, I mean he's not a he's not a super powered guy. He's just a dude who, at, and, and we haven't mentioned this yet, at this point you realize he's listening to the same voicemail that his wife has left him and that his family has died. Mm-hmm. And that he's just out on a revenge tour. He's a, he's, a, he's a dude who has connections, whose family was crushed in the Sokovia city falling on them, and he wants revenge. He sent his wife and kids to his dad's house that it was miles outside the city. Yeah. Where he thought they would be safe from all the bullshit that was happening with the Avengers. Yep. And they died. His his dad was holding his wife and children in his arms as they died. Um so his motivation was to kill the Avengers. Or have them kill each other, actually, not even kill themselves. Because he says I can't. Stronger men have tried to kill them and failed. Yeah, like I have no chance of killing them, but I'll have them kill each other. Yep. Maybe, maybe this goes back to like Rami's point, where where kind of the masses, the people, are against the Avengers, and this one guy, you know, this one almost average dude, kind of came up with a plan to beat them. You know, and yeah, it took a lot of luck. You know, it was one in a uh, like 13, 14 million chance, but um, he should have just played the lottery. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much what he hit. He hit like the, the jackpot here, he hit the Powerball. Yeah, and he said it multiple times I can't beat you myself. None of us can, but you can destroy each other. Yeah, but I can have you kill each other. I can have you kill each other. And I understand a a certain line of events had to take place in order for that to happen. And it did. And in the movie universe, it may be hard to wrap your mind around like, ah, that's just luck. What the hell? But in, in, in a, in a, in a scenario where you have super powered beings, how the hell are you going to beat Superman? How are you going to beat the green lantern? You know how you 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 have the heroes beat each other up. You know how you do it? You have a four-hour movie, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but then it doesn't work because we talked about. I love. Uh, why doesn't Why doesn't Black Panther let him kill himself? Oh, I lo- because he wants him to suffer. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he he doesn't want him to take the easy, way, easy out. way out. Yeah. yeah, you can't just you can't just put a gun to your throat and then blow your head off. No, he wants you to You're be Susie's. Yeah. <laughs> Black Panther, like he he is on the side of justice. You know, he after all, even though he wants to destroy, um, the Winter Soldier for most of the movie, he, you know, he realizes at the end, like, you know, okay, that probably wasn't him, and he. He's he is good. He is good, even though he's kind of an he asshole says, a little bit. He tells Zemo, "Vengeance has consumed you. It's consumed them. I'm done letting it consume me. Justin will come. Justice will come soon enough." And and I wrote that. This is my my last notes I have. What a movie to introduce not only Black Panther but freaking Spider Man. Two. Huge yeah. characters in this Marvel world that go on to have two awesome solo movies, which will be discussed later. In this film, you not only have Iron Man and Captain America fighting to the death, you have introduced <laughs> Black Panther, who's an icon, and Spider Man. I mean, come on, fantastic! I fantastic. like I like Black Panther introduction in this. It's awesome. I, I don't think Spider Man needs to be in this movie. Bull crap! That's a terrible take. That is an awful take. Dis disregard. He I doesn't need I, to be in this movie. Not... You take him out of this movie, and the movie doesn't change. Dis you would, I would have fast forwarded through the whole fight scene at the airport. Disregard. Spider Man is Spider Man in this movie, this movie, but he is inconsequential to the movie. Yeah. Disregard. Black Panther is not inconsequential to the movie. Disregard. So I would have thought that it was maybe like, so he, you know. Black Panther says, you know, it's consumed me. Uh, I'm not going to let it consume me anymore. But, like, wouldn't the, like, apathetic thing to do would be, like, let him kill himself and not suffer? No. Like a suffer. dying dog or something? You he know? doesn't want no. vengeance, but he wants him to suffer for the wrongs that he committed. Yeah, he wants him to have just... He wants him to... Because it's it's the easy way out. You this get guy to, killed his dad. He's like... Fuck you! You're not taking the easy way out. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill him. He doesn't want the vengeance of killing him, but he also wants him to pay for what he did. Yeah, there's there's nothing committing Susie's isn't having him pay for that. Yeah, it's true. Man, I can't believe you said that Spider-Man shouldn't be in this movie. That's crazy. I didn't say he shouldn't be in it. I said he's inconsequential to the movie. If he's in it or not, it doesn't change anything. So it's insane. After the Rock'em or after the Super Smash Brothers scene and Black Panther, then Cap tells uh, or Tony tells Cap he can't have his shield anymore. Can't have a shield. Yeah, because my dad made that shield. That you don't. You don't. That just that's not your belonging. You don't own that. That belongs to my father. So does that mean Tony is back to being old Tony? And we can get rid of like Tony that listened to the mom. Like, are we back to now? Tony's an asshole again. That it's so anti-Tony. It was like really like almost childish. I thought when he said that, you know, like my dad made that shield. You can't. You shouldn't have that. Yeah, because what else does he have? I mean, Captain. Dude, Tony was at his most. Yeah, because Tony has nothing. No, no. Listen, Tony (laughs) was at his most vulnerable point when Captain America. When Captain America tore off his helmet, 
and had the shield above his head he like he was about to kill him. He was him. about to kill him, right. Tony didn't even have a defensive move. He just put his hands over his face, yeah. cowering like a baby because right. he's like, oh, I'm, I'm dead. And that is completely embarrassing. And so all your move, the only move you have left is eh, my daddy made that shield, man. Yes, give me back, give was. me back the shield. That's all you have left. You have nothing because you knew you were beaten and that you were about to die. If he, if Captain America had made the choice, I could kill you right now. That is a very, uh, that's, I mean, come on, what are you going to do? Then- Right there, Cap, you know, drops the shield. Like, like here, have it. Fuck you. I don't give a shit anymore. Have the yeah. fucking shield. You know, yep. you bitch. And that was, oh, man, that was uh, that was powerful. Like, that that elevated Captain America. Like, he, he's been building to this, but fuck, man. That was like a, that was a big dick move right there. Bernie, you can attest to this. Captain America was fucking hanging right there that was <laughs> it, it grow. wow wow even bigger <laughs> it grew even longer it it's disproportional now it's way out of whack that serum didn't do shit compared to that shield drop right there that was big all right let's uh let's wrap up this movie because uh, wait i wonder if this will ever hours. come up again though <laughs> i doubt it uh, Zemo's, <laughs> Zemo's in the cage Bucky was in, and uh, generic government man is running his mouth, um, telling him, like, how's it feel to fail? And Zemo gives a little smile and says, like, did I? Or did my plan fail? Tony goes back to Avengers Compound. Uh, Rhodey is... Uh, he's okay. Real, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> No, Stan I mean, Lee, on, man. he's clearly all things struggling. considering, he's fucking fine. All right, uh, fine. Stan Lee, in one of the other podcasts, wasn't there a conversation about how, like, how wounded warriors are always just ready to get back out there? Isn't it? Wasn't that on one of the other podcasts? Because I, I wrote that down. I was like, oh, just a vet ready to go back to war. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Bucky, Falcon, Falcon, Falcon yeah, they're all Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> The best, the best. He delivers a package for Tony Stank. Uh, <laughs> the best. It's oh a letter. God. It's a letter from Captain America apologizing, kind of like a olive branch type letter, and a phone telling him to call him if he needs him. A foot Thus phone. proving my point that this movie had zero consequences. Except to fun. get this phone to him, maybe. Um, and then that's maybe important later. They even show the breach of the prison to free all of Captain America's teammates so they're going to be free no consequences everything is back exactly where it was as the movie started pretty I mean, much you, you, you except for bucky it. goes to wakanda and he's in there yeah, bucky goes to wakanda lab. uh to get a new, uh, his arm healed <laughs> that's the end credit scene and they put him over ice uh just so people don't like keep looking for him i guess as he's healing um uh, Second one is Peter's back home with Aunt May. He's got a black eye. Talking about a fight he got in with some guy named Steve. He puts the spider logo on the ceiling using the light from like his wrist, which I love because in the 60s comics, yes. that's what Spider-Man would do. He would shine it down in front of the bad guys to freak him out and then attack him. So it was really cool to see that. 
Um, the spider light. <laughs> so yeah, this movie zero. Remove this movie and nothing changes, <laughs> pretty much. So, Rami's steaming over there. It's I just, I, I, I disagree. I mean, I just disagree. You have the introduction of Spider-Man. You have the introduction of Black Panther. You have a tension between Iron Man and Captain America that is not fully resolved until the next Avengers film. Um, it just, there's a lot of really cool stuff they brought into this movie, and it, it was very entertaining. I mean, it. I hadn't seen the movie in probably three years, and I loved it. I mean, I. I, I, I was entertained from front to back. It was great. Well, why don't you start us off with the segment of uh, scoring it and ranking it? Sure. So I got that pulled up, ready to go, so we don't have to delay. Uh, I give this movie a 9.25. And my, my rankings are first to last. Winter Soldier, best of the best, will never be beaten. Avengers. Guardians of the Galaxy, Civil War, Iron Man, Captain America 1, Guardians 2, Thor 1, Ant-Man, Captain Marvel, Iron Man 3, Avengers 2, hate that movie, Hulk, Iron Man 2, and Thor 2. That's crazy. What'd you give it, 9.25? 9.25, yeah. Kellen, go ahead for something completely different let me let me just read you my final note on here it says the fights in civil war are too frequent and too long it's like a song that is loud the whole time with no distinguishing verse or chorus in the end things are just okay no major character dies tony and steve don't hate one another and neither suffers an egregious setback and i gave it a 5.75. 5.75. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Holy smokes. All right. I don't, I don't disagree with anything you said there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I anyone could disagree with anything you said there. Um which makes it uh it's actually ranked number 10 of the 15 movies. Uh my number one is are we go bottom to top or top to bottom? I yeah, think. top to bottom. Yep. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Ultron, Thor. Ultron 2? Wow. Ultron, Ultron is, is your second wow. favorite movie. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. That was supposed to be Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, Thor <laughs> 1, yeah. Iron Man 1, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, Iron Man 3, Guardians 2, Thor Dark World, Iron oh. Man 2. Civil War, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, Ant-Man, Hulk, the Avengers, Captain Marvel. Oh, my God. Avengers is your second worst movie? Wow. Yeah. Wow. My wow. note, my note wow. next to Avengers says an hour and 42 minutes of I don't care. <laughs> wow. Wow. And wow. it's not wow. canon that oh you hate God. women because you have Captain Marvel last. No, so my problem with Captain Marvel is that that's all they do. They're like, oh, she's the best, but she's a girl. Like, that's the part that I hate. Like, just what? let her be a badass. You're, you're acting like they play I'm just a girl as she While fights. she's fighting. Yes. Hate, love, that mo- word, love that song. 
hate that part of that movie. Ah, wow. I have I have never. I mean, wow. Callan, I love you. You know this. I have never met anyone who said Avengers was the second worst movie in Marvel That's franchise history. Wild. That's I gave it a crazy. five. I also gave Hulk a five. But I put Hulk ahead it's of it. Tied with Hulk. Holy oh, wow! <laughs> That's great. It's also That's tied wow. with Ant Man, but I gave wow. I put Ant Man ahead of Hulk. No, oh, okay, shit. I can get down with that. I'm, I, <laughs> I love yeah. it. That's that's amazing. I love it. I love I mean, it. But we history of of Rami and Kellen is that Rami and Kellen do not agree on movies. No, we don't. Like we very rarely see eye to eye, and our lists are completely uh incompatible avengers <laughs> 2 is awful that movie is awful i don't know why anyone likes that movie but you ranked it number two so fuck me all right Dwayne, <laughs> it's your turn i think we can all agree with that rami <laughs> <laughs> avengers 2 sucks Dwayne, are you gonna give it the Dwayne 7.5 no th- this is this is the territory that it gets harder to rank because I did 7.5s. <laughs> yeah, you fucked yourself by giving every movie yeah, 7.5. Yeah, like every movie is the same, yeah. I'm going to go 9. Good. Oh, Good for wow. you, sir. Yes. Strong. Thank you. I knew it. Let's be to the rescue. You know, it, you know, we can pick any movie apart, so. But just the fight scenes itself. Makes this a fun movie and Spider Man, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm a Spider Man guy, so and this is the best iteration of Spider Man ever. So, dun, dun, if, uh, if only we had a movie that he was in coming up next that you could I actually hope. score a nine for it. No, I can score it higher now, yeah, <laughs> higher than a nine. Oh, well, look, man. when we get to that. You're pigeon. You're gonna Rami's end of this series ranking is gonna be so fucking absurd. Yeah, Rami's is even Rami's worse is than gonna mine. be so fucked because everything's a ten, a nine, nine and a half, nine seven five. Oh boy, All I've right. got yeah. I've got an outline. Don't worry about me. Worry about you. Give your list. All right, All right. let's see so, if he gets this right. It's still Avengers at one. I'm gonna go Iron Man two. Uh, then Civil War. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> You're doing the good ranking, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Iron Man <laughs> number Iron Man two, two, not Iron Man two. Or yeah. This is the thing we do. This is what we do. <laughs> One. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, do we have? To, uh, do I have to do the crazy yeah. Bernie? Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Bernie style is good. <laughs> Start over. All right. Avengers, Avengers one. One. Iron Man 1, 2. <laughs> Captain America 3, 1. Captain America 2, 3. Captain, Captain no. America 3. No, this one. is Captain America 3, uh, 3. Oh. oh. You're, you're uh, one. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. Captain America 2, 4. four? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, so far, this is a good list. It's a good Guardian, list. Guardians 1, 5. Sure. Captain America 1, 6. Yep. Mm-hmm. Guardians 2, 7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Captain Marvel 
eight. Thor one nine. <laughs> Thor oh two God. ten. Oh God. Iron Man three eleven. <laughs> it man Iron Man two was ten for you. Or did you change your ranking? Well, we added a movie. No, I have you having Thor two um just above Hulk at the end. Did you change that? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it man where was I? Twelve? <laughs> yep. Twelve. Uh Age of Ultron thirteen. Thor three fourteen. <laughs> Thor two. Two, yeah. Sorry. Thor two fourteen. Oh, and Hulk fourteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Whatever the hell it is. Perfect. I love it. All right. So Thor two and the Hulk are at your bottom. That's good. We, we All right. Got there. We got there eventually. Your uh, fucking ranking's too hard, man. <laughs> I just had to write down the numbers. I wrote, I numbered my list real quick so I can do that. It is uh, quite ridiculous. I am giving this movie a six point seven five. Oh my god! Oh, good yeah. lord! Uh, Spider Man's appearance in this movie, as much as I liked it, is inconsequential. As is the entire fucking movie. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's cool. It's like having a bunch of your fucking toys on your shelf and a real life version of you grabbing them all and just like mashing them together in one big yes. battle. That's why it's awesome. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> also it's two and a half hour long that I have to sit through and like it, it just doesn't mean anything. Nothing <laughs> happens in this movie. It all gets und- anything that happens in this movie gets undone by the end of it. So it's like what the like what's the fucking point of this movie? All right. Here My we order. go. Here we go. Captain America 2 1. Avengers 1 2. Guardians 1 3. Iron Man 1 4. Ant-Man 1 5. Captain Marvel 1 6. Captain America 1 7. Guardians 2 8. Captain America 3 9. Avengers 2 10, Thor 1 11, <laughs> Iron Man 2 12, Thor 2 13, Iron Man 3 14, and Hulk 15. Woo! It's, it's getting tricky. <laughs> it is. I told you. <laughs> and per canon, Skay gets to finish this off here. Go ahead and give us the happy ending, Skay. Yeah, I'll give you a happy ending. I like. I kind of like this one. Wasn't my favorite, but it ranks up there pretty good. I give it an eight two five. Nice. Um, yeah, I this was this was enjoyable. The end was like my favorite part. I I kind of liked the ending. Um with Black Panther stopping the dude with the Susies and everything. <laughs> and <laughs> um the that last fight scene, man, when Cap had that shield over Tony's face, like, and Tony was scared for his life. That I really liked that. Kind of saved the whole movie. It was too long, though. Like, it was just like too long for what it was. Um, so, anyways, 
Avengers 1, 1. Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2. Iron Man 2, 3. Captain 3, Civil War 4. I'm going to put it in front of Iron Man 1. I also had an A25 for Iron Man 1. Uh, but Iron Man 1, 5. Guardians 2, 6. Avengers 2, 7. Captain America 2, 8. Oh my God. <laughs> Hackman three nine. Jesus. Thor two ten. Oh. Cap- Captain Marvel eleven. What do you mean? Oh, ten is bad. Ten is bottom third. Should Robert. be the last gate. Should be the last. No. Movie sucks so much. Captain America one twelve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, Thor one thirteen. Hulk <laughs> fourteen and. Uh, Rami, just for you, Ant Man, fifteen. What? Come on, man! That's not the worst movie in Marvel history. Are you nuts? I didn't say it was the worst in history. It's just the worst to this point. We've got like Thor two is awful. <laughs> oh, it's the worst my... so far. God, the <laughs> yeah, Man there is could be favorite. What the Ant- hell? Ant Man two still coming up for you, Skate, <laughs> which I can already tell you is worse than Ant Man one. <laughs> uh, I will see. We'll see if Ant Man, like the giant man thing he did this time. That okay, I can see maybe some p- potential for Ant Man, but like I need more from him. He's still. <laughs> You're gonna get more from her, unfortunately. Just, just the stories from Luis alone should rank that movie higher than when Thor he's, Two. Like he's running on like a little baggage ramp at the airport fight, <laughs> but he's a tiny little ant, so he's only going like inches across this little baggage loading thing. Just fucking grow, you idiot! Just get bigger, <laughs> and you go ten times faster. What are you fucking doing? Oh, oh my god. What's yeah, like, oh, that's crazy. He's the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> are, he's the absolute worst. setting records on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Not only for having our first female voice on the show, which we appreciate you joining us, Kellen. You're welcome. We're at almost three hours. Oh this is almost even the next day. It's, it is in y'all's part of the world. It already is. One the next in the morning day. for me. Well, into right the now. next day. Yeah. Um, this isn't even Infinity War or Endgame. <laughs> oh my god! We're at three hours. We're so screwed. Dude, those are gonna oh be two parters. We're gonna have to record those over two nights or something. Yeah. Jeez. Oh my lord. Especially uh, or just start oh, earlier. Am I on both those? Did I say Infinity War and Endgame? Uh, I think so. Oh boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> one last segment before we wrap it up. A little thing we call plugs. Kellen, you got anything you want to plug? Um, I work for the city of Sugarland, so come <laughs> spend money in Sugarland, and it immediately goes to my salary. Perfect. All right. It's perfect. It, does that include like parking tickets and stuff? Can yeah. I? Yeah. You know, yes. Park, okay. Get red light camera, run it. Seventy-five dollars oh, to my salary. Shit. I can rack a lot of cash up for you. <laughs> All right, time to start. Next time I'm drives. in Texas, I'll, I'm coming. Rami, what do you want to plug? Um, thank you for everyone listening to us on Three Beers and a Mic. Um, I can't wait for the first Burn Appetite episode. 
that's going to be awesome. And uh, Cross the Streams Media, you know, follow us there. We're doing big things. So, so far, so great. Everything's great. I love life. The end. Stay. Uh, wow. It's about the same for me. Uh, first episode of Burn Appetite was recorded a couple days before this. <laughs> Do you so remember it? Oh, I remember most of it. Um, <laughs> my butthole is probably still a little stinging from the end of that episode. Dude, I mean, you, oh, I can't wait to listen to this. It's going to be Find awesome. out why. Yeah, find out why. Listen to Burn Appetite whenever it's released. It, I don't know what the schedule is going to be like. You know how we were talking about how Vision has fingers and tongues? It's similar <laughs> to that. <laughs> oh, boy. The master of the segue. <laughs> we'll find out why. You know what so he's not the master the of? What's that? Ending. Uh, Hold on. Wrapping we, up a podcast. We, we didn't get there yet. <laughs> Dwayne, you got a plug? Oh, yeah. They already plugged all my plugs. What are you doing? Plug again. You got Instagram. Cross streams media. They plugged all my plugs. <laughs> <laughs> what what platforms are oh. you on, Dwayne? Also I'm related on, to skate butthole pain. That was, that was really funny. <laughs> that was really funny. I'm usually not into that potty humor, but that was really good. Potty humor? <laughs> He is Captain America. <laughs> Dwayne, what are you plugging? Cross Streams Media. Find us all there. Burn Appetite, Four Dorksmen, Secondary Heroes, uh, Dan Aykroyd Podcast, The Movie Gap. We're, we're all... Charles Bronson and... Uh, <laughs> who's the other guy? Burt Reynolds? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have to the listen to that. Well. I've been listening to Movie Gap a lot, but... I gotta, I gotta get across the streams here. I yeah. would like to plug three beers and a mic, which I am a COVID guest on every episode. I would like to plug my show that's coming up soon, Burn Appetite. Like they said, we recorded episode one. We're recording episode two on Thursday with Aaron. Um, speaking of Aaron, what, next what episode basic? for this is. Spider-Man Homecoming oh, man. featuring Aaron and and Rami. Rami's, oh, Rami's right back, back. Spider-Man oh, Homecoming. Man. Three and a half hours. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And also, please, please, please check out crossthestreamsmedia.com. Follow Cross the Streams Media on Facebook, Instagram, CTS Media on Twitter. Give us a follow. Follow all the podcasts. There's lots of uh, pretty good variety. Mostly nerd stuff for now, but uh, there is some good variety of different shows. Um, so check those out. You can leave every show uh, reviews, voicemails. Um, it's a really great place to um, find consult. It's like super easy. You just click on the podcast name and you have a list of all their episodes. Right smack. You can just click it and listen to an episode instantly. Uh, really cool condensed way to um, view all these different podcasts love it website's the easiest thing in the world um, and now everyone's favorite part <laughs> we trying to figure out how to close this out we'll see you later 
<laughs> I was I was gonna have a good close. Go ahead, Sky. Yes, no, go. Cool. You're so a close like, man. So like Rami at the Capitol on January sixth. <laughs> This was civil war. <laughs> oh my god! Across the streams, media production. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs>